Yeah, we know. Jason, <laughs> you want your uh thing on? What's the the thing on your head? Condom, your condom. Oh yeah, no, no, no. My my who? <laughs> the condom on your head. You know Jason don't use condoms. Come on now. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's one. <laughs> oh, you keep it count? Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Like the energy. Y'all ready? Nah, we ain't liking that energy at all. Um, no? Yes? Maybe. Are you ready? Ready, ready. Goodness gracious. Jason had to load? Like, what was that? He did. It was <laughs> It was loading. Like, hello? Yeah. He done froze up. Man, we're back to dial up. <laughs> AOL. <laughs> AOL, yeah. Hey, that was, that was Jazz era, though. Let's relax. It was your era, too. Relax. You was in the same AOL <laughs> chat rooms as me. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get this started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Was It Good Though podcast. We are a podcast where we discuss movies, shows, old and new, uh, discuss review, rate, debate, argue. We're going to try to move away from the argument on this episode. Peace. Nothing but peace, my brothers. I am one of your hosts, <laughs> not the prayer hands. My <laughs> name is Jazz. I am joined with Jason. Jason, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Blessed and highly flavored. Amen. Did he say flavored? I he did. Said flavored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, this shit, hey. That just goes along with that tweet about, you know, we don't want you fresh out the shower. I want you to do a few squats or something. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Dad's back to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What's your timeline? <laughs> Jason's timeline is crazy. All right. So we have our other host, Chris. How are you doing this evening? Can't complain. How you doing, Jess? I'm good. I'm excited for this episode. All right. Oh, so nice. this is episode 16. This is our part two. Uh, where we will be reviewing Atlanta season three. Um, so our format will be different. Like we said on our last episode, which was episode 15, where we discussed the standalones. This episode, we will be discussing the crew. Yes, our main four. So if you have not seen Atlanta season three, please be sure to pause the pod because no spoilers. So this is your spoiler warning right here. So if you keep going. It is what it is. Um, but before you turn the pot off, please be sure to like, subscribe, follow, rate, share, all of that good stuff. Uh, we love hearing feedback from you guys and just engaging uh, from episodes and clips that we drop on our socials. All right. So the first two are me. Is that is that right? That is correct. All right. So <laughs> this is episode two of season three. And I got the episode uh, names and number for you, Jason. I, I came ready. Yeah, it's ready, boy. I, I hope Jason ready. ready. <laughs> All right. So the first episode, and I know Jason's going to correct me if I say this wrong. It is Stickler Claws is coming to town. <laughs> I said it right. You said what? Center Claws. Center Claws coming to town. Correct. All right. Thank you, Jason. So we open up with Earn in the bed. And so if you saw episode one, that episode ended with Earn waking up in the bed and then the uh, screen just went black. So now we're picking back up. Earn's still in the bed. He's just chilling. He's just waking up. And we see uh, someone we don't know beside him. Uh, we don't judge. Earn gets out of the bed and um, he's trying to get himself together, you know, 
gotta go to the restroom and then his phone is blowing up. And so we see different messages. He's got a flight to catch, uh, I believe. Hey, why are you shaking your head, Jason? Because I, because I, it seems as if Iron is still up to earn things. He just oh, super I, irresponsible type. I mean, but that's, but that's not him at all this season. We see a very good character development development from Iron. So I definitely uh, I like to see that. But anyway, so Iron has to rush to go to the airport. Iron. He's trying to uh, speak to the young lady that is in the bed with him. Well, that was in the bed with him. Like, where is his belt and underwear? Sis don't know what he's saying. <laughs> and he's got to go. So he got to do what he got to do. He just left. And that's funny because we're going to get a call back from that later on. So we see Ern calls Darius. Darius is out somewhere, chilling, got an umbrella, high. But Darius is always high. Um, and so he asked where Paperboy was, and he said Paperboy was in jail. <laughs> uh, what what then happened with Paperboy? Like what's going on? So Ern uh, said he'll handle Paperboy. He just asked Darius to go pick up Van from the airport because Van is also there, and the guy the crew is in Amsterdam. So Van flies in. Ern is like, please, Dar uh, Darius, go get Van. And then Ern gets to the airport because he has a flight to catch. And have y'all been through security in the airport before? You got to yeah. put your hands up so they can do the whole scan. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why. You know, I, I, I be, I come prepared for stuff like right. this. Right. Just, just in case, if you got to get that, that good old search. You know, anybody that's traveled have been there. So Iron goes through the metal detector and it goes off. Iron is like, um, oh shit. <laughs> he does not have a belt or his uh underwear. So these uh I'm we just gonna call them TSA. I'm not sure what they are in other countries. TSA is like, I need to pat you down. Earn is like, nah, you can't do that. He said, Sir, I gotta do it. So Earn, he shows all the people around airport security um his package. And so that was kind of awkward because his pants just dropped to the floor. Yeah. Chris, why you make that face? Uh, that's embarrassing. I would hate to, I would hate for that to happen at the airport, but right. But um then we go to Van and Darius. He goes and picks her up. They have a driver for the day. How did y'all feel about this exchange between uh Van and Darius? Because correct me if I'm wrong, we don't really see them and see uh like shots together through Atlanta. I never really see them together. Well, yeah. the one one of the best, well, outside of the Teddy Pitt, I said Pitt, I would say Teddy Pittengrass, but Teddy Perkins episode, um, the Drake episode, that was yeah. it was just it was just him and her. Uh, besides, besides her friends. Oh, I was about to say Wanda was there. Yeah, I was saying no, besides <laughs> her and her friends. Derek, you know, they ran into there. She was like, what are you doing here? And he was with them when he was technically no, with yeah. Wanda. Well I guess time. like Right, but um, I guess like just them two together. Oh, uh, but it was, I mean, it was, I mean, it, like I said, both, I, I feel like they have the most range to me as mm. far as of the, of the four. I'm um, not saying the other, not saying that um, uh, Brian isn't talented or Donald isn't talented, but, you know, Lakeith um, and Zazie, 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 um, super talented. So seeing them on the camp on the screen, it was, you know, there is awkward. So that interaction was super awkward because he was like, you know, you and uh, Aaron gonna pop a baby out, like, bro, what? Like that's 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 the second question that comes to your mind. 
um, in there. Which, what about you, Chris? I thought it was funny because Darius is so random. He's probably my favorite out of the four because he's just so random. He was like, my balls was crushed as a kid. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, sorry. But he said it so nonchalantly where it's just like, oh, it's fine. It's just my balls. I'm like, no, like, it's, it's sort of a big deal. But um, I thought it was interesting. Then we'll go on through the season. Um, but one thing I learned rewatching the show is how, uh, especially with the main crew, the standalones, you know, that's a different beast. But with the main crew, um, I made it a note to pay attention to like certain dialogue and certain uh, character behaviors and everything like that. So I was really paying attention to Van and just certain things she was saying. Um, she didn't seem to be herself. Uh, I'll say that. Um, she was, you know, out of her element. Um, I think she said something like she wasn't really supposed to be here or something to that effect when she was talking to Darius. So, you know, it was just like she was tagging along, but she didn't really have like a purpose for being there. Like she's not on tour with Paperboy. Her and Ern aren't together, you know, anymore. So it's it's an interesting, uh, interesting little um, dialogue there, but we'll get more into it as the episodes progress. Right. And then we uh, go to Ern. He arrives at the uh, concert venue. And so... Just seeing him in this uh, this element was so weird because we really don't see Earn doing any like business moves. Yeah. And Earn just rolls up in there. He's just like, yeah, this is my driver. Uh, you need to go ahead and pay him. And Paperboy needs 20K today. Yeah, like, <laughs> just rolling up on somebody, just like, oh, yeah, I need 20K. And I think it was a, a concert promoter. He's just like, all right, okay. He's like all excited for the concert. A paperboy coming so he gives earn the money and it's just like oh yeah and i need a driver so i need money for that too and i was just like it's earn's energy is a lot different yeah compared to how we left him um in season two and then um i believe we get to paperboy and we see paperboy in jail paperboy i'm, paperboy. I'm not gonna lie this this yeah, this room was nice, y'all. Like, I'm with you, Jess. It, <laughs> it did. It really did. I was just like, well, damn. And then he's got like a menu of ordering food. I was just like. <laughs> it wasn't even like the security guard was like a waiter at the restaurant. He was just like, you need anything else, sir? <laughs> he's just and like... this is the, this is the secu- like you said, security. It's a cop. He's just so excited to be taking Paperboy's order. Yeah. And then, it was funny. Oh, my bad. No, no, I was going to no, say. I was gonna say it was funny because um, you know, he got bailed out by Ern. I think it was Ern bailed him out. And he was just like, Yeah, I just, you know, get my food first, take a nap, then I could <laughs> come out. So he ain't gonna... <laughs> Paperboy ain't even tripping. He's like, no, nah, I'm living right now, I'm stress free. Like, let's get to it. Right. And then he was just like, Oh, can you go ahead and uh, turn that temperature? It's a little uh chilly in here. And he was like, Do you want me to turn the light down too? He said, Yeah, yeah, do that. It's just yeah. like there's no way this is your prison system, because that's insane. But um so back to uh, Darius and Van. So Darius picks Van up and she goes. they go shopping because she needs a jacket because she's cold and they lost her luggage. Which, Psych. you said what? Psych. <laughs> He's saying psych like they didn't lose their luggage. They didn't lose her luggage. Yeah. Oh. But we, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. We could take I was like, what is Jason talking about? But uh, <laughs> Jason already on episode 10. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they go try to uh, get Van a jacket. So then Darius is just like, sorry if it was awkward for me to ask you about Iron. Um, and she's just like, why don't you just ask me something real? And Darius didn't even hesitate. He was just like, why are you here? And so then she starts to say that um, 
she was trying to get a job, but then she didn't get it, which, so she needed to leave to clear her mind. And so, and Chris, to piggyback on what you said, you start to hear dialogue from Van that what she's saying, it's just like all connecting. Yeah. And then we see later on how that unfolds. But um, <laughs> so she's just digging through the pockets. When y'all go try on clothes, like jackets specifically, do y'all put your hands in a pocket to see if anything is in there? Oh yeah, but I don't, I don't know if I do it like instinctively to see if something's there. I think I do it just like out of habit. Right. But I mean, after watching this, yeah, I'm gonna definitely try to see if like, you know, somebody may have left a 20 in there, maybe some AirPods, I don't know, something, a little parting gift. What about you, Jason? <laughs> um, no, I, I can't, I mean, like kind of like we said, this, I think that's just a habit. Just, you know, you want to make sure everything sits, feels right when you put it on, but I'm definitely not feeling um for anything when I'm trying on clothes. Well, when I did try on clothes, you really don't do that no more now, really. <laughs> right. That is facts. Would y'all, if y'all found an address in a, a jacket pocket, would y'all have <laughs> Nah, like, gone on that adventure. If I was in London, if I was in Europe, maybe, but not in America, it's kind of wild out here right now. You don't think it's wild over there? I'm curious, if it is. maybe a little. <laughs> I don't, think, it, I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's as wild as it is here. They have maybe have a knife fights over there though, so I don't know. <laughs> 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 but um, then we have Paperboy and Earn. Paperboy woke up from his nap. He done had his dinner. And so they leave the jail and then Paperboy's like, where's that thing I needed? Which was the 20K. So we remember like, when I saw this episode, I was just like, I'm not used to them having money like that to where they yeah. can just, you know, ha be like full on celebrities. So when he got that 20K, he just threw it up where all those people were that was screaming his name. I was just like, Bruh. oh, they not elevated. Yeah, I was sick when I first seen that. I was just like, <laughs> and then you can see it on her face too. He's kind of look like, this nigga really just throw 20K to like a bunch of, it's just, but I think that's, uh, like you say, this character developed because Aaron seems a bit more responsible now. He has like, you know, obviously they built up Paperboy's career and everything. So he's mad successful. That's more work on Aaron, who's the manager now. Paperboy, he's, you know, he rapping, he just living life in Europe. It don't seem like he really takes stuff that serious. Like even, you know, him going to jail, jail. Uh, he was just kind of like, oh, it's whatever. You know, I, I'll get out eventually. And then Earn is just like, <laughs> my life is on the line here. <laughs> like, what you doing? I mean, it would, looking at this, you got to think about the first episode that we seen. Well, it was the second. Whenever they when they went to jail, when the, when the show actually came on. Yeah. That was a completely different hostile environment you see police you see police brutality to a, me a mental patient um in jail and just a shooting that lead that lands them in jail so yeah th this here was a cakewalk yeah. compared to what they did and then they didn't i mean so paperboy you know he was in the streets so he was like i said he, he like you said on here he, he said i wonder but so he said i shot niggas like yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so you know so like for that it's just it's a completely different thing but I, you know back to you jazz Nah, that's that's funny. But um, then we see them walking down the street, and then we start to see what's happening in the streets of Amsterdam around this time. Bruh. <laughs> so, <laughs> what what did y'all think we we all saw that baby with the black face? Did y'all want to like? What did y'all think? Like, I, I want to ask Jazz, what did you think? Man, I was just like, man, I don't know. <laughs> you seen I that? Ah, punt. Yeah, baby. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about to turn into a punter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you seen that gift when the, when he punted the baby away? <laughs> <laughs> Jen probably then, jumped that in the chat when the episode aired. 
And then like the baby was like waving, and then he go earn waving back at the baby, and he just like the hell is this? <laughs> and then they get up to Paperboy's driver, and they ask him like, "What's up with the blackface?" And then the driver just looked like, "What's blackface?" Like he just seems so confused, but different country, different culture. But um, so he explained what the whole blackface thing was, and. I don't remember exactly specifically everything he said, but I just remember Ern's response was, oh, so like um, Santa Claus a slave. Yeah. Because they I said rebranded. it was so... Right. Yeah, I rebranded Santa Claus. Oh, okay. Because then it was like he went down a chimney, which is what made him black. <laughs> yeah. Like... Just his face. <laughs> Only his face. <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Because oh, then man. the driver also made it seem like it's just for kids. But as we see in the episode, nah this ain't no small thing that's celebrated from kids and so it was just it was weird like i didn't know what to think when i first saw it i was just like the hell going on but we got darius and van gets to the address and van pretends to be i think a photographer or she says that darius is a photographer and so all all of these people get into the shuttle to go to another address at this point, I'm just like, all right, y'all doing way too much. Just you don't yeah. know where you going, where you gonna end up. Like, would y'all have gone on an adventure like that? If it was you were like two of your home, your your friends. If I had some people with me, yeah, I probably would. If I like, if I was, I, I'd definitely ride. Yeah, that's a little bit different if you have people, you know. And then out of the whole crew, if anybody would do it, we know it'd be Darius. So I guess it's on brand for everybody. Right, and that's definitely a good callback because we see Darius. In a, I want to go on an adventure phase mm-hmm. through this season. <laughs> Damn, and probably the new one too. But anyway, so they're in a. Tr- yeah, you're right. You caught it. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking back to episode one. I'm right. Like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> so they're on their way to this um another house, and it's a bunch of random white people in a shuttle with them, and they I'm just still ain't catch it. <laughs> what? He don't get the adventure phase for Darius in season four, episode one. He's still confused. Because I'm thinking, because I'm thinking about Blue Blood in a in a paper. No, book. no, that was that was episode two, episode one when everybody was basically split up. Yeah, that was that was him. Blue, that was the Blue Blood episode. Blue Blood. No, that's what that's one, what yeah. that, that's what Al that's what Al did while he was running from the the wheelchair lady. Yeah, <laughs> and Paperboy too on a, like a scavenger hunt adventure. Mm. Yeah. I guess they're trying to find themselves because they are we that's what, I feel like that's what I feel like that's what I feel like that's what season three about. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, we're here now. <laughs> exactly. Chris, relax. No, stop. I right, say so. no. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> but we get to this house and we're not exactly sure what's going on. The people that were in the car with them were in all white. So there's white people in all white. And so they get to this house. Chris, I don't know. Yeah. And so, did you get some midsummer vibes with all these people dressed how they was dressed? Yeah. That's a crazy. It was really culty. Yeah, that's a crazy. (laughs) But go ahead, Jazz, because I'm going to go back to that. That's crazy. Did you just come up with that, Jason? Was that in your notes? No, it's not in my notes, but I mean, that's what I thought when I watched it. Oh, okay. So we see a body in there and a bunch of people around it. And it's, it's like, it was given like 
you should have been in a hospital for this, but you at somebody's house. Yeah. And it was just, there's no way I would have walked into that house. I would have walked in, saw that black man in there, and then walked <laughs> right out. But I thought it was funny because soon as Darius and Van walked in there, Darius said, I know exactly who that is. That's Tupac. <laughs> he was like, I felt the thuggish energy when I walked through the door. And I'm like, what? Can you imagine walking through a door and you feel thuggish, thuggish energy? That shit gotta be intense. I do it whenever I whenever I whenever I pull up in Memphis, I cross the bridge. That thug in me just amplifies. It's like it's like if I was Goku and I ate a Senzu beam, like Stop. damn. Stop. He don't even sound like believable right now. He's like, oh, oh, oh God, oh, oh my mama. Every time I pull up in Memphis, like, yo, nigga, what's up? We back home now. Everybody, but everybody got some energy. So I'm gonna tone mine down just a little bit because you don't know what they got going. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Chris, do you get this thuggish energy as well? No, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna stay true to myself. I don't. <laughs> I just, I'm just me. I just coming out like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> nah, I'm good. What would y'all have thought when y'all walked in? Like, if y'all would have walked into this house and seen this, <clears throat> there's way too many white people. We gotta leave. Like, they was the only three. It was like Tupac and then Van and it was, uh, it Darius was, was the only ones, right? And the and the guy on the gong. That is, <laughs> I, yeah. That, that's nah. I, I would have had some. I mean, I don't, I'm. Person like me personally, I, I was the schools I went to where they tip they typically were predominantly white. Um, by the time I got in high school, the black people took over, um, and of course the white people were trying to, their best to annex the area to get us out of those schools. But yeah, so I, I'm kind of used to being in those white crowds. You probably wouldn't know that talking to me, but yeah, I'm definitely used to those crowds. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> We get back to Earn and Paperboy. Paperboy's room is destroyed. And so we're starting to realize exactly what happened for Paperboy to get in jail. So he, oh, excuse me. Hold on. I got to mention this because it was a scene where they walked into the hotel and the adults working there had on blackface. That's right. And so one of the guys was like, hey, sir. Paperboy's like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, they was just so pissed off. But Earn walks into the room, and they just like, what happened? And Paperboy was just, he didn't even want to talk about it. And then we see Paperboy had two ladies with him the night before. <sighs> the words, <laughs> nigga bitch, dropped, and a fight broke out between the ladies. <laughs> it got, got kind of crazy. Did yeah. his name drop Rihanna? Didn't one of them say Rihanna? One of them did say Rihanna. Yeah. I was like, yikes. And Paperboy just sitting there like, this ain't what y'all here for. <laughs> yeah, nah. I would have been so upset. <laughs> I'm sure, Jason. I would have probably jumped the white girl. <laughs> to where you could at least have one on your side? Yeah! <laughs> Jason said, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> I'm going to help her win, and I'm going to win. Come on. <laughs> Teamwork, baby. That's actually smart. but It, <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm not even going to front. I'm going to give you that. But, um... It come to threesomes. I'm gonna get me one. <laughs> so we're back to Van, Darius, and Tupac. So Van walks up to the body. I'm not exactly sure what is going on with Van or why she thought that was a good idea. Um, but she says a few words to him, and some of the words were, "It's okay." 
and he could hear her because he was obviously a little um, responsive. And for somebody like that, it's like, it's okay. And then for what to happen, happen the way that he died, I would be so pissed if I was him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel like he, he, knew, he, he, he knew what was coming. He knew what there's, was coming. Jason, there's he no knew that was coming. Was, <laughs> he had to, right? No, no, I feel like he knew he was going to die, but not get suffocated. Like, <laughs> and it's not even just a regular suffocation. Like, that's what we said midsummer. Like, it reminded me of something that would happen on midsummer, like a sacrifice yeah. or something. Because the thing just came down so quick and just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he up there, ch he choking, he kicking his feet. Like, come on. Like, man. That, that scene was crazy. I was like, what? It was. And in this, but in, in this episode, this is where we kind of we do realize that something is going on with Van because she's talking to the death doula, which is why she was able to step up with the lady, you know, step up with her to speak to this man in this episode. She told her actually, that's when she comes into it, like, hey, I'm I just came here aimlessly. I don't know what I'm doing. And you know, um, I, I think I recently heard this from somebody who was talking to me that was like, you, you're stepping in your purpose, even if you don't know, you know, what it is, you, something brought you here for a reason. So just continuing, she kind of, she was fit to tell her she was, she's been having panic attacks and she gets, you know, I always call it um like fish bubbles. Like she gets, she starts thinking about some devil, she see devil eggs and she just stops talking about it. And that's the last you hear about Van, but you know, she, she's not in a good space at this point. Yeah. And like you said earlier, with the uh, the small pieces of dialogue that you paying attention to, even like you said, you know, panic attacks or like missing out on the job and stuff like that, that's, she's in a whole different like country. So all of that stuff compiled on top of, you know, everything she was dealing with, you could just tell something wasn't right. Um, but I thought that was a, a good thing that, that they pieced together um, so far for this episode. Right. And then we mm -hmm. get the scene where uh, the guys are at the show. So... <laughs> <laughs> Paper boy is about to go on stage and then Earn just sees the crowd. Crowd is full of white people with blackface on and afros. I don't know where the afro came from. That was I guess, the, I guess this is what happened when you go down the, the chimney and give you afro. <laughs> Man. That's a crazy I, chimney. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's wild. And so Paperboy looked out, he was just like, Man, they're not performing. And I mean, I get it. Cause that's that's crazy to see, like all the y'all in blackface, like yeah, which y'all have performed. No, uh, Aaron Aaron seems to have his back, and you have to have some type of integrity. Which um, throughout the season, you kind of see Paperboy does have um, a, a a pretty good moral compass for the most part. So yeah, no, I wouldn't have if I wouldn't have done it. Nah, I ain't doing that. And plus, I mean, the dude can file it through the insurance. And like Aaron told him, you'll probably make more money doing that than you would if he would have performed. But I don't remember the uh, promoter's name, but he was just like, I'm going to destroy you. And Aaron just laughed at him and walked away, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, he did not take him seriously at all. He didn't, but then Aaron, he started chasing Aaron. And then <laughs> Yeah, Which that's so me. Random. My energy right there. I would have did like Aaron dip, got down down. <laughs> you would have ran. Yes. But you running towards somebody that's shooting an arrow at you. Yes, it's different. Oh boy. Okay, but um, so <laughs> so Aaron leaves. Well, he's running, and then it's a crowd of people downstairs, and the concert promoter 
don't can't even find urn because everybody around them is in blackface to where it, it it's kind of seems like the message is like oh you all think we look alike so when you have one that goes through you can't find them that makes sense to you jason <clears throat> it does it plays out it plays out in a different episode but it's white people but you can continue right but um let me see. I, that was the end of this episode. After he beat the after he beat the dude up. Oh yeah, he just started a random fight. <laughs> he just started beating him up because he he looks like him. Um, and then of course they get back to the hotel and Aaron finally sees Van at four o'clock in the morning getting ice. What? Why is that so weird? First of all, why are you up at four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> like, no way. You got to have a certain time. Like, can't be up at four o'clock in the morning. Not getting nice. What you get nice for four o'clock? In the towel, out the room. How she even guess? How she even pay for the room? First off, um, you know where where else was she gonna be at? She wasn't in his room. She was just in a room. They make it work somehow, right? She got to make it work. Wait, is this? Did we get to this part yet? No. Okay, never mind. I was getting ready to say maybe how she got the room, but we're not there. Nah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> As I said, she's going to make it work somehow, but we're not there. All right, so since there's nothing that, uh, left for that one, now we are going to episode three, Old Man and the Tree. Ours. <laughs> all right, so this is the first episode where we see the entire gang all together. We're back, baby. Yes, they back. I'm not gonna lie, like I love seeing the entire group together. Yeah. Like the energy and everything is just so good. So I appreciate seeing all of them together. But they are on their way to a billionaire's house. Yeah, Fernando. So I thought this was funny. Um, because they're walking and when they get to the house, everybody's like, What the hell is this? And so they just like earn like what's going on? And Val says something, excuse me, Van says, this looks like something from Tales in the Hood. Oh, they got you excited. So, huh? Well, I'm that's I'm a reference back to this. Okay. Let, once y'all, uh, but just remember that, like she said, this ha- this whole area looks like something from Tales from the Hood. So they get to the address, some lady opens up the door, and then one of Van's associates comes in who invited them t- to the party. And so they walk through this nasty ass looking house, like trash everything on the floor. Then they go through like a secret door. On the other side, it's just like, <laughs> turns into a millionaire's house because it was so nice. It was a bunch yeah. of people in there. And it was funny because Paperboy and Darius was just like, oh yeah, this is a billionaire's house right here. <laughs> it was just so excited. How would y'all have reacted in that? Like, Man, that was crazy. They had a Nando's in there too. I would have, yeah. I yeah. Yeah. That was lit. It was lit that that entire, you know, situation. But like like Darius said, that, that had to be a decoy house, right? Yeah, get inside of here. So yeah, now that was that was that was slick. No, that, that was slick. I, and I wonder if it's stuff like that for real. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, but I'm pretty definitely, sure. Yeah, I definitely think it is. I thought this was funny too, seeing um, Paperboy's reaction to like coming up to this house because he sort of was frustrated with Earn. Because Ern's his manager, so it was like a growing frustration that he seems to have towards Ern. And you know, before they got to like through the decoy house, he was sort of looking like he was pissed off at Ern. So I thought that was an interesting thing to take note of too. Right, and then especially seeing when Paperboy was looking out 
at the view. Mm-hmm. He was just like, this is so dope. Yeah. And then that's when Fernando came up and started having a conversation with him. Yeah, we'll get back to them. <laughs> but um, so then you have, I think Ern's friend, I don't remember, I didn't get his name. Um, Will. That invite, Will? Okay. So Will is talking to Ern. He's like, so is that your girl? And, and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, she's not an artist. And so Will wanted to introduce Ern to one of his creative associates yeah i forgot dude name pj pj yeah man that trash so shout out to tj man shout out to tj get that bag young brother here we go jason i'm gonna let you cover tj's (laughs) so we get to so um will introduces earn and van to tj uh jason I'm handing TJ off to you. <laughs> um, so TJ, he like I said, he's an artist um, or creative in uh, the UK. He's 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 pushing his art. He's got the will to back him into what he's doing. He's he's doing installations inside this man's house. <clears throat> but his his plan is to create a basically a, an influencer house to a certain extent. We just seen this on Bel Air. Bel Air. Yeah. That's 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 base. That's what he wants to do um, in his house, which just kind of that just triggered my head just right now. Um, so he comes and shows what the actual artwork is, and it's total crap. It's a, a naked <laughs> white man with just like I don't know paper was mache he, type stuff. Was he in a mega hat? A it, looked, it, looked, it, it was a red hat. I don't I don't I don't I don't recall it being a mega hat, but it could have been. There might have been just, an implication, maybe. Yeah, just yeah. like a random, just like a random white guy, and Aaron is like, <clears throat> Aaron is in two. He's in two two places. He's looking at this art like, bro, what is this? Like this is this sucks, and this guy is kind of pushing. And then we got part two. He's looking at Van because Van in this party, she's been stealing stuff. She's just walking around looking crazy. He's trying to keep keep an eye on her at the same time. So they end up, you know, they end up leaving out of the actual room. And then Will's like, hey, what do you think about this? What what should we do? And then it's like hella funny because as he's talking to him, he's looking at Van and she's walking off. She's she's like trying to sneak away. And then he looks to the right. <laughs> you hear you hear somebody texting and it's, T, it's TJ at the top of the stairs. Then him and Will talk again. He was like, yeah, I'm trying to he look look over. Van's gone. He looked back to the side. TJ at the bottom of the stairs now. Still. <laughs> Still I love text. this shot. <laughs> he slides up. You like, wait, let me let me tell you. And that's when he, you know, basically tells him about, you know, this is you know art a place for influencers, and we're just trying to push this different, um, this this different style and get different people in here to be able to push these things. And there's like, let me let me check to see if Doja Cat people is doing this because I heard something back in the states, and I'm gonna get back with you. But yeah, that was, that was a uh, yeah. TJ TJ Wilder, but I, thought, I respect I thought, him. Yeah, I thought that scene of him being up the steps. And, <laughs> I, 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 thought that, I thought that was hilarious. And he was in skate, so he was moving. He was <laughs> so he moving like a like like he like uh like he sneaking around the house in skates. Like that's wild. But you can hear him. Like you're not quiet. <laughs> and it was hardwood floor. You can hear the phone. I don't think you can hear his steps. You only can hear the phone like he te- like he was texting. Which is, that's kind of weird though. Like if somebody is on hardwood floor, ain't no way you're gonna say you can't hear the uh, the skates. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose. But 
that's hilarious. Um, and so we got Darius. Boy, this this this, <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part of the episode, honestly. I'm gonna give it to you, Chris. Yeah, so we get Darius and he's uh in the kitchen pretty much. And he asks this this woman for to pass him something. I don't remember exactly what the food item was. Uh, but she's like, Oh no, I'm in a relationship showing off her ring. And I'm just has this ever happened to y'all before? Like you just maybe ask somebody something and they just be like, Oh, I have a boyfriend, I have a girlfriend. Has that ever happened to y'all? No. I always hear about it, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. Uh, okay so uh back to Darius <laughs> he, he's asking this woman who was uh mistakenly feel like you know that he's trying to hit on her and she's just like oh I have a bunch of black guys always try to hit on me blah 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 and then she she switches from like super defensive to like I have a boyfriend to like oh what's your name and you know just like complimenting him like she's interested so it was just really funny how she just switched up her name is MK she's an Asian uh woman and then we, um, you know, she's pretty much just like, she mentions her fiance, which is a key, you know, point that we should bring up. Uh, but then we get to um, Sox, who, not S-O-X, but <laughs> <laughs> he, he made sure that, to point that out. Uh, but he's pretty much, you know, just trying to start stuff. And, you know, this is just a random, like, dude who just comes out of nowhere. But you can sort of tell that he's going to be an integral part of the episode, the storyline. So I, when I first saw him, I'm just like, like, what is he trying to do? And then he's just straight up lies off top trying to accuse her of being racist. Um, but this whole scene was funny, just how it plays out eventually over the episode. Right, and especially being that he came into the scene yeah. all hyped up, and Darius was just like, I'm not sure what you thought you saw. Like, your energy seems, like, to be misdirected. Yeah. But as they were having a conversation, <laughs> I thought this scene was hilarious because Sox takes his hat off. <laughs> and so you know, just looking at Darius's face... Darius is just looking with so much confusion. He's like, <laughs> he's like your hairline is intense. Which is yeah. <laughs> to say that because okay, so it's funny because how the camera is angled, we see the back of Sox's head yeah. and some hair sticking up, and we see Darius's face. But then it switches to where we're seeing the back of Darius's head, and we're seeing what Darius is seeing. And Sock's hair is so fucked up. But his hairline started like right here. And then like everything <laughs> yeah. else is just straight up. It's like, nah. <laughs> it was insane. And so they're having a conversation. He's just like, you might want to cut that. Or just um, about his hair, of how he should uh, style it. But I thought that scene was hilarious because I was just like, now I see why he keeps the hat on. But <laughs> Sox ain't shit. Man, listen. At all. And so we have, we go to um, Paperboy. He is playing poker with Fernando and his squad. I thought this scene was dope because when you listen to the story that Fernando was telling, it was about, it featured a ghost, a black mm -hmm. ghost that was wet and ashy at the same time. I still don't know how that can happen, but it is what it is. Because Paperboy said, how is a ghost wet and ashy at the same time? But it made me think of the uh, of Black from episode one mm -hmm. because he obviously was pulled into the water. So oh, you thought that too, Chris? No, I, I when I got the ghost uh, reference, I, I think I, I caught it my first watch, but then during my rewatch, it sort of made a little bit more sense when we get through the, the story. I was just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So I'm not telling y'all nothing that y'all didn't think of? I didn't think about that, <clears throat> actually. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> yes, I got one. <laughs> hey man, small victories. I love uh, it. Hey man. Man, they tried to play paperboy though when he went into the room like he didn't hey. have the money. Right. He was just yeah. like, Oh, I got that. Threw all the money on the table. <laughs> he was just like, nah, I got money. Fuck they all said, of y'all. 5, 10, 15, 20. There you go. And he yeah. just threw some more on the table just because. Right. But then we see that game play out as he's having a conversation. Paperboy is winning. He's like getting all their money. Yeah. Fernando's just, all right, well, you clean me dry. And then he leaves. And Paperboy's like, uh, is he about to go get my money? Everybody starts to get up. I thought that was super <laughs> sketchy. Cause I'm just like, I like the, yeah, but he like I feel like he kind of alluded to it though when he was talking to Paperboy. Cause I feel like the, the ghost story was like a, a ploy to try to get Paperboy off of his his marker when he was actually trying to win the game. Like, I'm doing this to throw you off. If well, that's what I felt like within that conversation. And he kind of goes into a um he like asked him if he believed in God, and he was like, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you know, really to sure, a certain extent, he was like, I mean, there's good and bad spirits in the world. Why do you think I have so much money? The devil is just as powerful as God. And I'm just like, whoa, that's kind of, kind of on the nose with you know the, the the things that you may be into or what you know how you how you came into your money. Um, and I know they kind of talk, and I feel like they kind of played into that that ghost story to a certain like a. They talked about white guilt. He talked about white guilt, and we just talked about that on the previous episode. And I feel like this may have been, you know, where, where that ghost was actually coming from, some some guilt that he may have had from some of the things that he's been doing. But yeah. That's good, Jason. I didn't think about that. But um, so Al was sitting there. He ain't got his money. Everybody leave, which is. Everybody would have been beat up. <laughs> <laughs> start shooting folks like uh, where y'all think y'all going yeah nah. but i believe um this we get back to earn and uh van van is just <laughs> wild <laughs> so yeah van just walk around the house she pushing people in the pool that was insane when she did <laughs> it's just like and the way she tried to play it off is like he know it was you and then Ern just looking from a distance. Like, Ern already is able to catch, like, something is going on. Yeah. She's not here just to be here. Like, he's trying to figure out what's going on with her, but she's just, like, like downplaying it like it's nothing. And then um, we have Ern meet uh, sees Paperboy. Paperboy is pissed off. He's like, mm-hmm. Fernando took my money. I don't know where he went in this big-ass house. And so him and Ern have an exchange, and then Paperboy has the idea, like, let me get something that I know he's going to, that's going to bring him out that room, like going to piss him off. And it was that tree. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Paperboy even got the chainsaw. <laughs> do, y'all, do y'all know where he got it from? Because I, I damn I don't. sure don't. I mean, no. the billionaire's house, he had a Nando's in there. So I guess having a chainsaw maybe Can you, be that. But where would you even, I wouldn't even think to go find a chainsaw in somebody's big old house. Man. How long did it take him to find it? I, <laughs> he was looking for something to get his attention. So he... <laughs> but um, during that time, did Fernando come out when um, Paperboy? Nah, he never, he he never, never came, came out. out right? he, he, looked, he, you know, Paperboy found him in his room. He was like, hey, I need my money, man. I need my money. Which this kind of made me think about the, uh, the Family Guy episode when Brian. Borrow some money from school. Oh yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> he like, money, hey. man. Keep your money. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Yeah. Like, hey, I need I need my money, bro. Like, what's this? I, you, you don't hear me? You sleep for real? I bet. And then you know, he never left out that room, so he looks outside. He look. He he woke up and he seen him cutting the tree. Right. He never, he never got out. He never left the room though. Nah, he wasn't doing that. Man. And so at that point, all that's happening. They had to bounce. Everybody had to leave. They run into the car, and it's the same shuttle that was um in the last episode. So they still got the same driver. Mm-hmm. Jason's thinking. No, nah, gonna... it's not the because you remember. Um, well, you know, remember that it was Socks was driving the car, so I don't know if it was the same shuttle. Oh, that's right. That's right. I don't know. I, it may. It meant like the vehicle looked the same. It may. It may not have. But um. And you know, and it within it within that all, all the chaos. Another part of the chaos was caused because Socks is sitting there with Darius talking. Oh, that's they, right. They, yeah, they're, they're talking to the girl, talking to Darius MK. about how the different stuff, and it's just it, it just kind of mind boggling in how white people will within this situation. It's just like, oh my god, I feel just like, bro, I'm, I'm don't don't tell me how I feel about a scenario. Cause like when they when we really need you to stand up in these situations, you don't, or you choose, yeah. you you have to you pick and choose when it's time for you to step in or want to step in in these situations. So, uh, what did you what did you have, Chris? It's like you do sort of. Yeah, that's what it was. It was fake woke activism, pretty much. He was just like so outraged, and Darius is just like, nah, he like she didn't say anything crazy. But I thought it was funny too because at first it was just socks and Darius, and then by the time we cut back to them, like they got a whole crowd of people like. Mad at MK, <laughs> and she has no idea what's going on. Like she's just so oblivious, and she's like, "Hey, Darius, I want you to meet my fiance." And they just like, "There she is!" Like pitchforks out for her and everything. So it was just, um, it was just funny. But we find out that MK's uh, fiance is actually um, um, Ern's friend. Uh, I forget his Will. name. Will. Will. Yeah. So and Will is just completely outraged. He's like, you know, zero tolerance for racism, and he ends up, you know, breaking up. With everything. <laughs> so it's just kind of like this all happened like for no reason, and Socks somehow ends up with the crew. Uh, he, yeah. He, right. Man, which you know, I, so we get into the next episode. I'm gonna kind of, I'm, I'm gonna try to do a callback. We'll see though. Yes. Let me go back to you. Nah, um, I didn't have anything else to add to this uh, episode. Did y'all have anything? Uh, nah, I mean, of course, we see, you know, they look, well, they basically left Van, but Van had already left uh, from the party. She out eating, kicking it, ignoring text messages as she'd been doing yeah. the entire time anyway, so. Yeah, I think it was interesting, too, because she's just, like, so, like, she doesn't care at all. Like, there's no consequence to anything. So uh, we'll see that a little bit more. But no, nah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, we will. And we get episode five, cancer attack. I look at this one as a like a two part, a two part, like a duality type thing. Cancer attack, something within your crew trying to divide it. And then you have, of course, on the nose, a kid having a cancer attack at a concert. So that was kind of kind of crazy. So we go in. We actually get to go to an event. We haven't seen Paperboy in an event. I don't have we ever seen Paperboy rap on like in a concert type of we, I know we have I music. So. I don't think so. Nah. Yeah. So um, we go into an event. Like I said, we see we see the, the progression in Iron. Iron is he's rocking, and you hear Iron voice over the speaker. He he getting everything in line at the actual show. Um, and then we see, you know, Al and Darius they in the room preparing for it. They're actually having this conversation. Iron pulls up the kid from the Dream Foundation is here to actually speak to you. 
Uh, he's an actual cancer patient, and we see Socks. Uh, for whatever reason, Socks has now infiltrated this crew. He he's riding, he's kicking it um, with them. Uh, hold on. Oh crap! I don't got log. I lost in my actual notes. <laughs> so hold on. My turn to Okay, so um, Aaron, so when it, wherever Aaron is, they have to go back into the actual event. So as Aaron walking into the actual event, the guy he stopped like previously when it comes on, you see a guy he just shoot, he shoots past him. He yeah, this is my job. I got to check X Y Z, checking everything that's going on. And then as he gets past, you see another guy, another white guy just sneaks, no no pass, no nothing. He just walks right. straight past um, to get into the actual to get into the show. So they're preparing for the actual show. We got Darius. He hyphen up Paperboy. They fit to hit the stage, fit to hit the stage. And this was a, a, a nice um, nod to DMX because if you look at DMX before any of his shows, he gets out, he does this like super dope prayer before he hits the stage. And then he kind of, he kind of does a little bark, but it, it sounded like, uh, it sounded like a little chihuahua. It wasn't a fierce bark when it came to it. But in the middle of it, you see that the white kid that snuck past is on stage going crazy. He looked like a looked like part a party promoter, maybe like a hype man type thing in the crowd and, and Aaron is like, bro, get the elf off the stage. Get off the stage, bro. And he, you know, you see him you see him jet. Um then Paperboy comes up, he gets on stage rapping. And I don't like that that it should hey, why didn't they use his voice for the actual rapping? I don't like because they don't that the voice don't look like him. It doesn't sound like him. We Just know it's not him. Just threw you off. It did. Like I'm just like, bro. Like Paperboy sound like him to me. But then when you go back, it's like none of these movies don't even sound like him. Which is what, what's Donald Glover brother name? Um, I know Steve G. Something like that. Yeah, Stephen Glover. So Stephen Glover is the voice behind Paperboy in these movies, like the rapper. That's that's the voice behind the rapper. Just a little tidbit throw out there, people that didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah, that's his brother that's doing the rapping for Paperboy. They leave the concert. <clears throat> um, they looking for the actual phone. Uh, Al, he before the concert he had it, he was going through it, put it down. He lost his phone. Um, so now they trying to now they trying to retrace their trip. They re trying to retrace their steps, and they think the the the, the kid of the Dream Foundation have stolen. Would would, would y'all have gone the same route? No. Nah. And it was it was crazy too because like you gotta think about who actually accused the kid. It was Socks. So I'm just like, who is this guy? First of all, like then you accusing a kid. Yeah, then you just accusing a kid. I'm just like, nah, this is this is kind of kind of the fact that he was just like, Yeah, that kid seemed weird. Like, wait, what? The kid was just chilling. He was happy to meet paperboy. Right. He left with a bottle of white henny. That kid is doing good, like. You got cancer. Like, socks, what does it matter with you? Also, giving somebody a bottle of something that you had already began drinking is kind of wild. It is. Like, just just think, just thinking back. But like, if it was your favorite artist, you may take, you may not drink it. But then again, somebody may be sick enough to drink behind that person because it's their favorite. Who's your but favorite artist, Jason? Beyonce. You're not gonna drink behind her? I would drink her bath water, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> It was you could just see it as soon as he said Beyonce, you just know exactly. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Line it up. I Why is he clapping? I, I would look, I would that. have a look, I would have a, a jug of it in my refrigerator. 
I take a sip of it every day. Yeah, refrigerated Beyonce's bath water is Ooh. sick. Like that's what... <laughs> yeah, that's sick. That's sick, Jason. That's insane. Jason gonna put it over ice. Like this man is insane. <laughs> no, nah, I don't need nothing. I don't want nothing mixed with. It. I want this pure, just straight to me. So, anywho, <laughs> wipe your <What>? mouth. <laughs> yeah. What'd you best say, Chris? And I was gonna say, what album you gonna play while you while you drinking it? Which one you gonna play? <laughs> oh man, I'm definitely going to the Beyonce album. Um, yeah, play Rocket. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my shit. Right Cut there. the lights real low and drink your bath water. Light Chris over here talking about what he gonna do if Lupita was uh. Listen, Lupita's different. Okay, we're, like... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Lupita's different. Let's let's move on. <laughs> Jazz, you, you drinking Trevante bath water? Even though, we, even though we discovered today, he skips him. Wait, you lying? That was a lie. Chris made that up. That wasn't true. Did that I? was a lie. Did I? You really did. Jazz got so worried. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. Jazz say six like, six like right now. <laughs> I was like, I did not see that story. Nah. Yeah. Um, but they checked. The, they do check the kid from the Dream Foundation. He, they go to, well, Aaron goes to him. He was like, he he, some kind he have a cancer attack in the middle of the show. Uh, he's getting he's getting wheeled out, and he's like, he's like, I need to talk to him. I need to talk to him. He's like, anything for Paperboy. What? I'm like, <laughs> really? like this, you that's your dying wish. You gotta do the accent, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> anything for Paperboy? Okay, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, can, I, I, I suck at it. I can't. So uh, he checks him, and everybody starts to film him and start booing him because he's checking the phone. I, mean, I, I don't know why he just didn't say, hey, Paperboy is missing the phone. Do you have it? Did y'all see it? Like, this is so awkward, though. Like, <laughs> it's just so like, he picks his legs up. He's yeah, not... <laughs> like, how do you approach a kid who has cancer and be like, yo, I think you may have stolen you know, Paperboy's phone, but I don't know. This is awkward. It was funny, though. Man. Man, um, so you know, after that, he was like, you know, that was the kid that went on the stage, the uh, the, the stage manager. Let's let's check him. So he goes to folk to speak with him, and he asked him. He was like, oh, that that was just my nephew, um, nephew. But he kept on emphasizing through marriage. Every I don't know why what was so important with that piece. He was like, that's my nephew through marriage. Is there is there any actual room? Earn sees the guy on a piece of paper like a um a resume on a piece of paper which is random as hell he you know he was like um he doesn't have a he said he doesn't have a phone so he can't can't reach out to him he ain't talk to him and you know talk to him in a while he picks up the paper goes out and they call him they call the actual number on the phone they put him on speakerphone they speaking to him in socks once again he said he's the white lean newson that he <laughs> and he's gonna come and go kill him and i'm just like bruh what why would yeah. you do that? Like, I guess. and you know what? Like, because we know he comes back up. I feel like the white limb, ne the, the white limb Neeson was. <clears throat> so it can. I mean, of course, he's already white. Like Al, I, yeah, I just he's caught white. that. I'm like, he's white. <laughs> like, he, he, exactly, yeah. he white. So I'm looking at, but I was my mind went. You know, Liam Neeson had his his incident where he was talking about killing black people. So I feel like it was like I'm killing white people type situation. I feel like that's. That's what they were trying to go with as far as white lean meat, like, you know, within that scenario. But yeah, that's just that maybe that's a stretch, I feel like, but that's that's what that's that's all that going at. Cause I, unless it was just like, well, 
eventually Socks kind of almost says nigga. So, I mean, he may feel like he black. That seems so funny. Ain't no just, way he feel like he black. I'm just, now, you know, just, you know how people move. They, they, they know how they be moving. Now with <laughs> that hairline, Jason. <laughs> nah. Nah, yeah, shout out Dwayne. Um, so anyway, we <laughs> go and sit down. What was that shot? Yeah, this is so what? <laughs> what? You were talking about black people hairlines? Like, what? Stop. No, we are not. <laughs> Do he so cool? He just get mad shots like for no, 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 no. <laughs> We're not. No, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. We're not stopping here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know they um they're as they actually speaking. You know they and they're actually talking, smoking, and um Wiley he shows back up. He shows up to the actual event to the back to the actual venue. Um, he's sitting down. They're actually talking to him, and uh, he said he was a longtime admirer. What would you guys have taken a different approach than what the the guys did on here? Yes, but I feel like my approach would have been the wrong one. What would you have done, Jazz? I would have beat his ass. <laughs> I would have asked his uncle by marriage to go take a walk. Oh, he would have got man. Because he was trolling them the entire time. That's the thing. Like, you knew what you were doing. You were saying lyrics from a song that was never released that was on my phone. I asked you what your number is, and you give me my number? Oh, Jason, I'm fucking him up. <laughs> so, I'm, what would y'all do? Honestly, yeah, I probably, yeah, I probably, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably dangling, dangling him off for something. Like, I'm gonna go, we could have put hands and feet. On his ass, like, bro, what what you got going on? Like, you putting feet on people now? (laughs) 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 Hands and feet, jazz, all on his head. But look, so he's sitting here. He's he, you know, the paperwork is like this isn't a dream. He, you know, he said he's in a dream because he's in the room with one of his favorite artists, and he's like, it's not a dream that you know that I'm from my side, from other on my side of the spectrum. This ain't a dream at all. He was like, what you what what are you dreaming of? And he started, like you said, Jazz, he starts naming things that he took he put in unreleased music. Uh so he talks about the, you know, the 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 box, the box top Chevy, uh, which is, I mean, that's a, a big southern car. So I mean that that was that was more like you anybody could have said that. Uh, but then he was talking about the kissing, the thorn on the rose. Mm-hmm. So that was more so um something that was actually personal because of a woman that he was intimate with that somebody was that she she cheated on him, um, and you know this. This kind of this upset him, and then it was like we got to get out and we got to go over this story again. And they they talking about what they're gonna do. We talk about we're gonna do good cop, bad cop, and some kind of way he everything that they were saying outside he heard on the inside. So it's like was somebody working um, from both sides of the actual room. Or what was going on within that scenario? And then you know they act. Then socks pops up. You know they say, "Man, I can't stand this." Mm, it was like <laughs> at that at that point, it would have been like we could have beat his ass now because right. he he he's losing it. Uh, and they walk back in the room. Uh, and like I said, Wiley, we haven't seen. He, you know they they try to treat it like an interrogation. He asks him if he wanted anything. They give him a coke. Um, remember in the previous episode, Darius was talking to. The guy that Chris thought was um, Nav, he asked him, he was like, anywhere that a coke is placed is racism. 
And it was like, but not at Taco Bell because they got Pepsi. Shout out to Kendall, Kendall, Kendall Jenner. Uh, but what? <laughs> that's where it comes from. I love that's this show it, because it like takes so many of like real life things and just implements it in like the funniest way. So, you know, they have this cocaine and he was, um, as he's talking to Aaron, he was like, the people, you know, they tell you that you talk white as you was growing up because you don't have the same Southern dialect that they have. Um, so it's just like he gets into the people, a person's psyche, and he just like it's just like he he can mentally beat you um, within these different uh, conversations. And then I'll, they they go ahead and try to jack him up, and he he farts on them as they trying to. Jack- <laughs> uh, he was like, I, I got a stomach issue, and it's just you know it's a problem, and it just it just happens. Um, so I'll go ahead and he let every he you know he tell everybody just leave out the room and let me just stay in the room with him. And um, this is where we have the I guess the revelation of what Al is going through. Um, Al hasn't been able to write music, um, so he hasn't written in seven months. And here recently, he finally found his voice. Um, and it kind of was a you know I guess a scenario of you know now the the white person is. I guess taking it or stripping him of what he finally found as he, you know, getting finally getting back to a place of having fun in something that he really doesn't, you know, truly don't care about. He just was, you know, he was bored, needed something to do. So he, you know, he went into the rap. Um, the kid, he texts his uncle, which remember, he don't have a phone. But some kind of way he's able to text the uncle. That's that, that was that was a, a story two or three different times. Yeah phone he was like can I get my one phone call and then he tells out paperboy phone number you know just basically letting them know he's the one that's done something within this scenario uh, and I then they understand how they didn't beat his ass yeah <laughs> I, just... I also don't understand how he knew all this information I didn't right. yeah because that, that was, that was kind of quick for him to sit there and you know go through everything that like so it was, it was like it, that was kind of weird um Within there, and he, you know, he sings this song. Um, and he was like, "I'm, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like you. I didn't empathize, I didn't sympathize." And he was just, you know, basically saying he understands the other side. He doesn't want more, and he, he doesn't really want less. He's kind of stuck in the middle, at this point. So he didn't really know. Um, and then we, as we go outside of the actual episode, they're leaving. Aaron, um, he texts. He takes Van to see where she is, um, and she sends back just she sends back just a, a thumbs up um, emoji as opposed to just you know his actual stance. He you know he kind of texted her early in the episode, <clears throat> and we are we us three we talk about tone um, and as far as how we talk to each other, making sure because you know text converse, text conversation can be misread. So he tries to check himself and how he's actually sending it to her. And she just sent him a thumbs up. And he just, you know, you see the frustration in his face. Like, bro, what, like, what the, what's going on? Yeah. And I then, think, too, it had been, a, like, it had been a week. He said something like that. Six right. days. Yeah. <clears throat> At that point. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. What, Jazz? Chris is like, that's a week. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I'm just saying, like, eventually it, it gets, like, weeks in that you know scenario i'm still trying to figure out how she's surviving but you know i you know it's tv <laughs> like damn. uh so we got that that happens paperboy you know 
he gets onto the bus. Socks apologizes for going off in the actual room, and we find out that Socks, you know, he has the phone um, the entire time, and he throws it away. Do you guys think Socks was sent by the the promoter in episode two? I so, didn't even think about team. that. I, I, he said he said he's gonna destroy them. That's a really good uh, observation. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I it's possible now that you say it. Yeah, because this is the last time we saw Socks, right? Yeah, this is the last episode. Of I don't, and I wonder if he's gonna come back up because that 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 has to be addressed. It has right? to, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like it will be. But that's a uh, that's an interesting um, point you made. Yeah, <clears throat> and then we go into the the white fashion, uh, the white fashion episode. You know, um, I feel like this is during the time the when they see us came out, like the because this is when they a lot of people. They shed light on the Central Park Five scenario. So we have a scenario of a gentleman who's creating an outfit or creating some clothes, and he the the cartoon character is a is a raccoon, <clears throat> or he looks like a raccoon. He may be a skunk. I don't know. Um, and he has a he said he wants to the inspiration was Central Park. What's the inspiration? Mm-hmm. He wants to put the number five on it for the the years that they've been in service or they've they've been a company um they kind of made me and and honestly made me think about fubu back in the day because you know their their number on there was 05 on the actual their 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 uniform the clothes they put out it was always the 05 on there but you know this is another situation of you know um Art imitating life, yeah. you know. We seen we we seen this countless of times. Khalil talks about it in the episode. How often stuff like this happens. So, um, of course, they got to bring somebody in black um, to correct it. Would you guys be the face of a company that has mm, done a you know something distasteful? toward your community in this way would you would you guys have stepped in like like al nah because you you sort of see like they're taking advantage of the situation for their own benefit and then even like with al he's i don't want to call him naive but in a sense he's sort of naive to how the world works in that sense so he's thinking he could come in and, you know, maybe change it. He sees the other Black people there and he's thinking they on the same wavelength as him. And it's just like, nah, it ain't it ain't like that. So I don't know. It's tough to say. You got to scope it out a little bit, but I, can, I don't think I would. Yeah, because I think it's definitely one of those situations. And then I start to realize why I think it was Kareem, who was one of the guys that was talking to Al. Is, is Khalil. Is, Khalil. Yeah. So... <laughs> He's one of the individuals to where he he already knows how the system works. He's already peep game, so he's using it to his advantage. Yeah. So I guess it's one of those situations to where if you are the face, but then you realize this company, they're not going to change their behavior, but how can I benefit and help my community while being the face for this company? So it's like either don't be the face and can't help or be the face and then try to help as much as you can. Yeah. So I think it's like, yeah, like being pulled into like two different directions. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think I would, but then I'd be like, but I could possibly help more if I'm in that area, in that space. 
rather than not being in that space. If that makes yeah. sense, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it does. Uh, so they kind of they was talking about the the tummy heel figure situation, which was supposedly debunked. <clears throat> that that wasn't true. That Tommy never said what was said to have happened. Um, he said that. I mean, they. I don't know. So they're. They're sitting there and they're kind of hungry because he, I guess he had some beans and eggs uh, for, for breakfast and they begin to take their order um, with any actual meeting. And he's asking, well, Aaron says, so what's the, what's the financial gain, you know, within this? And they basically said, there's no, there's no financial, no financial obligation. We can't give you money. We can give it to a charity. And then that's like you said, kind of like what he said, uh, Chris. I, I was like, well, shit, I'm let me benefit from this situation. Mm-hmm. Let me get some suits. Let me get some clothes. Let me make sure they get tailored. Let me let me make sure I'm good. He went in there, Jay. Yeah, he went in. I mean, but I, you know, like, if, if you go if you're gonna step in that situation, yeah, shit, yeah. you might as well, yeah. you know, benefit as much as you can. Um, and Aaron, he was like, you know, this kind of feel like an Uncle Tom situation to me. And he was like, "Are you worried about the streets?" And this he was like, "Nigga, I shot niggas. You think I yeah. care about what they? They not in. They're not in my. They're, they're not in my shoes. They they are not in my predicament." Um, and he, you know, he was asking them. So if you were in my shoes, what would you do? And that's when Aaron says, "Well, for me, I would try to get on their board for five years, learn the infrastructure, so I could then go back to the hood and maybe like reinvest in the hood type or reinvest in my community." He was like. <sighs> this nigga here. I knew you was going to be on this MLK spook by the door. Shout out to Snowfall, because I did talk about this book on there, but I mean, I knew about the book prior to. And he was like, you know, but that, repeat it with me, Earn. They still <laughs> got shot. You know what I mean? But it's, and that's pretty much how we, you know, in our situation, whether we obey what they tell us to do, we, we go our own way, we at the, ultimately, unfortunately, we, we get slain uh, within that, you know, within that scenario. And we this is when we meet Khalil. Uh, he gave, he gives me like some some Billy Porter vibes um, from Pose type thing. Like which I, I love Billy Porter, so it wasn't like that's not like a shade, but it was Khalil was just super. I got just just wild type. What did y'all think about Khalil? I liked him. He was funny. Yeah, he, um, he did say something that was wild because um, he came up to uh, Paperboy. He was just like they have one of these like every. 53 shootings. Oh, every 73. 73. Yeah. 73. Uh, yeah. And it's yeah. just like <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Cause then it's one of those things to where it's just like, that's a lot. Like that's a really high number. And it's just you start to get in a routine of doing things like this to where it's like nothing is changing. And it's just, that's what exactly. It and a lot of people just be like, oh, it is what it is. It's just like, bruh, this is not nothing that we should just be okay with yeah so it's just i mean i like this character but when he dropped that line i was just like uh my god yeah it was wild because now i was gonna say it was wild because like you know jazz said like 70 you know whatever police shootings he was just like oh you know it's just another thing it's just another free meal and then it was also another part when um they had their i guess press conference and everything was going on and um you know, the, the lady in the audience, she was like, so is racism over now? And he's, <laughs> he's just like, oh, it'll be over by 2024. I'm like, I ain't, where'd that come from? Right. <laughs> but he's, you know, hey, he didn't but, take it pay, serious. It was just, paperboy, paperboy went in there with the, with the, that's the real mind, like a real mindset, like, man, like, fuck no, it's not yeah. over. Like, what are you, 
What you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's you know that's when Khalil, you know, he steps in. Which, like I said, is we you know pretty much have become. Well, I'm I'm not desensitized to it personally. I don't you know I don't I try not to watch it, try not to see it. Same. But unfortunately, you know these things do happen more frequently than they than not. Um, unfortunately, especially to you know young black men. Um, but we do have you know black women have been getting it here recently, so it's a sucky situation on both sides to be black right now. And then they have, but they finally have this this the the, the meeting of the minds um, in this scenario. So they start asking the different people what they want. Um, you know, Al he wants to re the reinvest in your hood campaign. Uh, DeMarco, which you know, some AA Aaron vibes. Uh, he wants some yeah. Nikes and a flight and a business flight. Like, what the then you got the Sam, which I don't, I, I guess they, I guess it's a, a diversity board, I'm assuming, because you know, I, we have some black people, but Sam didn't look black at all to me, you know. Um, and she asked for like a, a thousand of her sensitivity training books to be signed and bought. And everything that was like, nah, nah, we ain't, <laughs> that. We ain't, we ain't doing that. Um, and then who, uh, Khalil, he wanted 10 tickets to the Raisin in the Sun and some Black Panther tickets. And everybody, like, oh shit, we want everybody wants the Black Panther 2 tickets, which you know, at first, like one of the first nods to um, a standalone episode, yeah, you know, so that was that was something that was well, I guess that was Earn's that was Earn's dream, so I mean, I guess that was something that was actually happening, happening anyway. Um, <laughs> that was that part was funny because I think one of them said, um, Whoopi Goldberg and Lorenz Tate is in it, yeah, that's what that's what Khalil said. He was like, oh, he, yeah. he, tried, he was trying to get paperwork to, to come with him, um, to it, and then you know, this one, you know, he kind of he kind of gets mad and he was like, DeMarco, are you even black? Like, what, like, what, what are you like, what are you even doing here? And he's you know, he brushing there, another Aaron, he in there brushing his hair <laughs> at the actual table. And then uh, the lady, she said she was able to get out 60 euro, 6,000 euros. And they were trying to see where they're going to push it to. Um, and they let Al make the decide. In fact, and he was like, yeah, bro, you those, they, they call they called DeMarco Dozal, which is a great <laughs> Dozal shot. Yeah. And it was like, nah, we, I'm going to get this to Khalil. I'm going to let him, I'm going to let him do it. Uh, and they, then we, we have the, the commercial. We have this commercial. What did y'all think about the reinvesting your hood? Right, this commercial was insane. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, you went from every group, but like none of y'all, like you completely missed the mark. And it was funny because I think you had like a, a gay couple and then you had the Russian dude or something like that. And then you had like the stereotypical like trapper, rapper, like black dude with the money. And he was just, I was just like, what is like oh, TJ? Oh, that was TJ? <laughs> I didn't even catch that that was so, TJ. When I did my rewatch, <laughs> I was just like, is that TJ? I didn't even catch that that was him. Yeah, that's, yeah that was insane. But oh, It's crazy it, because, um, sorry to cut you off, Chris, but it makes you realize and think of all the times where you had like real life major designers have these terrible marketing ideas for design shirts. And so he just, another situation where in Atlanta, um, art imitating life, Cause you see that and you just sitting here like, how do y'all not know what you are doing? Yeah, Y'all know what you were saying is racist, but they just like, they don't care. Like you got an old white woman saying hood, saying invest in your hood, an old crazy. white lady. I was just like, this is wild. And then to see Paperboy bust in that office 
about to beat all their asses and they are just in there celebrating like oh yeah it was a good ad like every this is what he wanted he's just like nah this is definitely not what i wanted and then they were just like oh we sent some um money to the red cross Paperboy got so pissed because he was like, they ain't never going to see that money. He said, like, that's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Which everybody says that. They're just like, Red Cross is the worst one. They just You're never going to see that money if you send it to the Red Cross. But, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so... Um... And so this was that was the end of the paperboard, the paperboard journey. But in the middle of this, um, we do have the situation with Darius. Um, so when they were getting the food orders, he wanted some jollof rice um, and they hadn't they hadn't heard of it. And they didn't know where to find it. And one of the people offered to actually take him uh, to go and get the to get the jollof rice, which, you know, she was a bit too inquisitive. Yeah. Uh, for me, so you knew. I mean, I, I, the vibes that was going to come from I just I, I didn't feel like it was going to be what we needed anyway. So he, you know, he goes to this Nigerian restaurant. Um, she's she's soaking it, soaking everything all in. She she's trying to shazam the music. What's what's this? Uh, she's looking at the TV. What what movie is this? What move? What what you got on your plate? What 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 they got on their plate? What what they? So I'm I'm already you know mine already churning, uh, within this situation. Like she she's doing the whole you know doing the most of it. She you know she pretty much says that you know my my husband he has a restaurant business. We're trying to push it. Mm-hmm. We're out here trying to push this actual business right now. So you know we I'm thinking about quitting my job and you know going full time with him, you know, uh, within it. And then we you know we have Darius. Um, as like I said, he's in this restaurant and he he's just happy to be able to get this food because he hadn't it's been too far out for him to actually just go himself um, to get it. So he he's sitting in there. He he's taking it all in and let him and him and um, Mimi, they have a conversation. And she asked him, was he Nigerian? And he was like, yeah. And she asked him, I, I couldn't I didn't tell I couldn't tell by how your hair looked um, <laughs> on there. And. You know, they leave and then he tries to come back a different day and the, the restaurant is gone. And that's typically how that goes. Like, you know, they, they go into these different places. And like she said, he asked her, you know, did, you know, where, where did she go? He was like, I don't know. I get the person that owned it was trying to sell it. Like they were eager to sell it. So, you know, we made them an offer. They couldn't refuse. So we bought it. And then, you know, they, they, they made, you know, they dumbed down the dish in the actual, the truck, they made a dish with him, based on him with peaches and all these different things, and he's like, right now, I'm not, I'm not eating this, y'all, this is, this is effed up, this, this ain't what I want, he, you know, he throws the food away um, from the Niger Bowl, what did y'all think about, you know, that, that, the Niger Bowl? Man, that whole thing was interesting, uh, a couple of things I noticed, her name was Sharon, Rhymes with Karen. Like she didn't display Karen behavior, but it was just kind of funny. I don't know if that was intentional. But um, one of the smaller details that I noticed today on my rewatch when um, she she actually, you know, the food was on her. She didn't have Darius pay, but she said, your money is no good here. Like, you know, right. we pretty much car only. And that's convenient for us. But really, when you think about it, it's sort of alienating a certain group of people because everyone doesn't have access to like, like think about like homeless people, right? someone asks for money you're not going to sell them you know like money like you're giving right. them cash so you're taking away a certain subgroup of people who can benefit from that restaurant i noticed it today i was like oh, this chick i was just that, like that was a really good uh 
good it call. Was, yeah, I didn't I, even I, think about that. So yeah, dope. I seen that. I was just like, nah, that's 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 kind of OD because it takes away from you know homeless people. I mean, they can't really you know purchase the food when they get money from panhandling and everything like that. It was just stuff like that. I seen. I was just like, nah, she and she was so like nonchalant about it. So it was just it was just nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess we, you know, we have Iron. Iron is in a hotel doing some business. Uh, I have to assume as he's leaving out, of course, he, he sees Van. Van is in the uh, in the actual hotel. So he goes to, you know, to check it like what? Like, what's up? Like, I've it's been weeks. I haven't heard from you. Your mom hasn't heard from you. Everybody is worried. You know, her her retort was, you know, um, have you spoken with your mom? Does your mom know where you are? And it was, you know, it was, I guess it was a thing of looking at that, like, you know, I get it, you know, being a mom, caring for a kid, you know, you being out. But I also feel like it's a, a it's a responsibility in that scenario because now we, we, it was a conversation between them prior to him leaving in that, you know, within that situation. And now she's just, just living, no, no conversation, no nothing. And like I said, at least he's checking in with the people. Um, based on his conversation and she just living carefree just carefree living uh, within that scenario and we have this lady try to do a citizen arrest on van what 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 y'all think y'all y'all think she y'all think she took that wig look first off she rolled up on van grabbed van arms she would have got her ass whooped right there in that lobby. It would have been. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got, you got some, you got some, you got some tension built up. What's up? You've been whooping ass all episode. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason, tell me, like when she wrote about Van, was did Van not have probable cause to whoop her ass? Like she just rolled uh-huh. up on her, like grabbing uh-huh. her arm, like you not going nowhere. <laughs> self defense. She touched it first. So thank you, Chris. That's okay. all that is is self defense. Like you accusing her of stealing. Now, if she did it or not, that ain't none of my business. <laughs> but I'm just saying, citizens arrest. You ain't got no proof, sis. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at Van's track record, she damn sure stole that wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get there too. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, but even when you know Ern was talking to Van when he was, I think it was in the hotel room when he first mm-hmm. saw her, and he was just you know like kind of explained to her, like, "Yo, you're a parent. Like, you can't just be disappearing like that. You know, we gotta." You know, have some form of communication, and she was so dismissive of it by her attitude. But Ern kept pressing it, and then she went in for the kiss. So she used like you know the sensual part of it to sort of take him away from that. And it was just, you know, I, that was something else I noticed too. She was just, she just didn't care at all. And then she ended up ghosting him <laughs> after that. So yeah, yeah, she uh she hidden she hidden dipped, got him got got him to be quiet, and she snuck away. <laughs> Is that considered ghosting? <laughs> as soon as I said ghosting, I looked at Chad. <laughs> <laughs> is that considered ghosting? I mean, she Wait, might yeah, have had like, an appointment the next day. Where? In Europe? Where? I don't know her business. I'm just saying you can't, that's not yeah, like yeah, it's okay, it's okay to say she 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 dipped. Like cause he was he was looking for her. So but nah. hold on. Like she dipped, but <laughs> Chris is laughing so hard right now. It's like, she's not Right. Is that considered ghosting? 
<laughs> she goes to the jazz. Like, she, <laughs> I feel like jazz want to get this off, and she's no. trying to see. I mean, like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the proper term in that, but yeah, that, that was. No, wild you can't say that it's ghosting if you don't know. So you, I can call it. I, 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 I call it a hit and run because that's what it was. I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> I'm just disagreeing with the ghosting part. <laughs> but jazz. I, I'm just <laughs> Chris is laughing so hard right now. Because I feel like Jazz is asking for clarification. Jazz, are you are you familiar with the hit and run? Because you're trying to no. you trying to take up for her. Jason, I'm just asking questions that other people could have. I'm Jazz, thinking about question, them. Question. After 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 you staying over, you leaving. <laughs> Jason. Come on, man. But you different? You still you hear that? Come on. You hear that? Come on, Jesse. You you know me. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she that gotta is... go take she, she gotta go take her shower. So you know she gotta leave. Well, I left something in the car. I'll be right back. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, are y'all done? Crazy. Are you okay. are you done? Are you finished? Maybe I'm not. I may I maybe got some more questions for you. Did you go answer them? Look, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see. Yeah, but no, I think that was it. Um, within that, you know, within that episode, man, that was yeah, rocking it. Yeah, man. And then we get into uh new jazz <laughs> next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking forward. To, yeah, I, I, I've been looking forward to saying that all day, so it's funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, new jazz we get earned, and um, I mean not earned. I'm sorry. Al and Darius, and you know, they're walking down the street. <clears throat> they stop at a, I don't know, coffee shop, you know, corner store, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And I forget the actual, um, the actual drink that um, Darius tells him about, but he gets it. And this was funny because it was a couple of things that were said in this episode that come back into play later. But one of them was really, will that fate decide when he was short the money? And then, hey, yeah, I was just, <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, fate did sort of decide what happened with Al. Darius is the broke friend. <laughs> but, like, to be, but to no, be honest stop. now, what what can what can he do? I'm just saying, within that set now, I know Earn Earn is making a living for himself being the manager, but I mean Darius was just the homie the entire time. So I don't him being on the road with him, what was he gonna be working at? Doing what? Man, I I'm just sitting here like Paperboy bought your breakfast. But, and paper it, boy, but pay, come on now, paper, paperboy, he he knew that, bro. You not he. This dude is just traveling with you. Like, come on, like so, don't 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 stun on him. Come on, you you knew he didn't if, have it. If y'all out with y'all homeboys and he's in front of you in line, Jazz, are we on tour? Are we just out? <laughs> well, so, currently you are not an artist, so y'all just out. And no, he, he was he just like, fake, fake So if up. he's sitting here like fate got me. And he turn around and look you in your eyes. My name ain't Fate. <laughs> she is. I'm, what, 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 what the girl? She is. You better go find Fate that fucked the cousin. Who says that? What is up with all of these things that you've been dropping on his pod lately? Soul like, food. <laughs> I don't soul even food. food. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jason say stuff. Jason be dropping like like words. Because I be trying to see who's gonna. Because I, I be looking for like like who's gonna pick it up. Like, be like, man, y'all I'm never like, heard that before? That's the first time. If I was like, if, if I was like, if I was like, you know, big big mom in your arm, I bet you get that. <laughs> yeah. So you should also know faith. Fuck my husband. You should know that. 
<laughs> yeah, jazz is great. We jazz clearly love so <laughs> man. Look, but yeah, Darius is Darius is definitely a broke friend. Shout out to Darius though. Also, um, I wonder the thing that they had was a, it was called a Nepalese cookie. Yeah. Um, but they put it on the the coffee is what warmed the center. But I was it made me think about, you know, the um what was that show everybody watched last summer? Maybe it was two summers ago. The game. I know you don't remember. Game. Squid, Squid game. game. Squid Game. It made me. It made me think about that. That's what it made me think of. I wonder if it was one of them types. Oh, because during one of the uh, things that they had to do was the cookie. Mm -hmm. They had to eat outside of the cookie. Yeah. yeah. Well, take lick lick the the lick shape. The outside of the cookie. I mean, did you did you did you did you pass? No. <laughs> did you did you try it? No. Jason, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, did you try it? No, I didn't. I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. I did not succeed. I did not. Are succeed. you serious? You yeah, were asking a real question? I was. Jay, look at Jazz, man. I, I thought it was a shot at Jazz, but hey. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I was just I tried. I no, thought I tried. it was a shot at me too, Chris. When, like... when it was out, I tried to make me some some nipple, make me some cookies and see if I can if I can lick that thing up out of there. No, I ain't did you record it? No, nah, what it look like. Yeah, we don't want to see that. <laughs> Jazz, I'll speak for myself. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just DM Jazz on the side if you want to drop that. <laughs> Don't say I want to see you eat no cookie. Like, uh, Jason would have won, y'all. Jason would have won. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I uh, back to Atlanta. <laughs> um, yeah, they get the whatever you call them, the case and everything. And it was funny too because this this episode for me was probably. Uh, one of the highlights of the season, especially from the um, from the gang, uh, because so many different things about it. Now, obviously, they you know whatever cookie or cake they were eating, <clears throat> it was you know drugs, <laughs> and uh, we sort of get to see the side effects of that. One of the um, funnier parts uh, of this was when they were walking. Um, Earn, I mean, I'm sorry, I keep calling him Earn. Al was running away from these kids who noticed him. He, they was just like, yo, paperboy, paperboy. He doesn't want nothing to do with them. He's running away. So he goes into like a room or something. He's looking out and they're tossing a baby. And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I still don't know if that was like the drugs or they actually tossed this baby, like playing football with Man, I feel like this was in his mind. But I feel like you remember this, this goes back to that season two episode. I feel like that's why he kind of ran too. Yeah, um, he got jumped. He got jumped. He oh, got yeah. jumped. He That's got jump eyes fans. A little bit of PTSD. But um, we also saw another part where uh Al is is walking through the alleyway and he sees someone slumped over. Um, and Darius sort of just shrugs it off. He's like, Oh, that's just a tourist, and they keep going. He has the little goofy hat on and everything. Um, as you know, Al's running, he ends up running into some room and he sees a woman crying, and he's you know, he's trying to go comfort her, like yo, why you crying at everything? She's actually performing, and we're in like a museum and everything. Uh, but I saw this, I was like where are we going with this whole like episode? Because you know, it's going to be one of them episodes. I think it was season two, Jason, that you just said with the, he got jumped and they were in the mm -hmm. woods and everything. So we go back to that. Um, I didn't realize this at first. And I don't know if you guys brought it up, but we get to the woman that he meets. Um, her name was Lorraine. I didn't realize his mom's name, name was Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, no, I mean, I mean, I didn't know it till they, they said it. Right. Yeah. So at this point, I didn't know that. So I thought that was interesting, but I never, you know, put it together, obviously, until I um, watched it. But um, he meets her and, you know, she's carefree and just like she's very observant and she's asking like questions and he he doesn't want anything to do with her. 
naturally just some stranger when you tripping out on drugs or whatever. Um, but they end up at a bar, um, like a secret bar and everything going on here. And this is where we run into Liam Neeson. This this like cameo was insane because not only was it Liam Neeson, I, I don't know if he's been in like a bunch of movies since the whole killing black people comments, but he actually talked about, you know, killing black people in this um, episode. And we talked about it last week with Kevin Samuels, art imitating life and just how like sort of eerie that was seeing Kevin Samuels after he passed and then seeing this whole thing with um, Liam Neeson just popping up. And I think the whole point of the, the bar was like people who had been canceled or like cancel culture or something. To right. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Um, but she's uh, we go back to Lorraine and she's criticizing Al, you know, with everything and she's meeting her friends and stuff. Another thing too, I wasn't really sure this, ep this episode kind of confused me. So I may like sort of go to y'all a little bit, but when she's introducing Al to her friends, like, are they real as well? Like how much of this is real or not? I don't know. So I'm going to be honest when you asked about uh did we think the baby being thrown was real yeah. i thought everything was real i couldn't even tell you what i thought was fake in this entire episode maybe him speaking to lorraine but he interacted with so many other people for it doesn't seem like that entire thing was fake so i don't know what i couldn't tell you what i thought was fake during that whole thing what about you jason because I, I really couldn't tell um, I don't. I couldn't tell. Like when it, within that episode, but whenever he walked past, like the you know the goofy person that was laying down, and he was like, um, "Don't be like him," you know, "Don't be like him." And it, it was he, he kept on saying it. Uh, when Darius kept on saying it, that's when I was like, "Well, maybe you know within that scenario, it was like the trip has already started." So within it, I don't want to. I mean, I'm trying to take, you know, take too much away from the actual episode, but I feel like the, the entire thing was a trip, honestly. Like from when they when they left out, he put the iPod the, the iPod in and he seen that rat on the ground. I feel like from that point on was a dream. Okay. That's interesting. But I thought it um I, yeah, I, I just thought about that. I was just kind of like how much of this was real or not. And then, you know, again, we talked about um Al's mom which sort of leads me I guess to it not being real because his mom is named Lorraine I don't know how much of a conscious I think she says something that his mom used to say or something to that effect the whole thing was trippy but um you know she's just talking to him and he's learning more about himself throughout this whole thing and he's facing different parts of himself that he really doesn't he's like questioning and being real paranoid about a bunch of different things like um I remember they were in the cancel club and Lorraine's friends which I found out that she was trans um I didn't realize but she was sort of saying something to the fact that he got uncomfortable about like a possible relationship between them and everything like that so I don't know like I said this is like his subconscious like you said Jason everything from that point on was trippy but we see <clears throat> inside of his mind and why he's thinking about uh a bunch of the things that he's thinking in that regard so yeah um but she did a good job you know for me I thought she was one of the the highlights of the whole season outside of that standalone like just the, the yeah the now she killed it no, nah, yeah. she Lorraine, Lorraine, the, the person that played Lorraine, she killed it for sure. Yeah, but um, I you know, we was, get it. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna add like her character and like what she represented, because she was just telling him about himself. Mm -hmm. She was telling him things that he needed to hear and not things that he wanted to hear. Because mm -hmm. especially when she asked him like, "Who owns your masters?" That was because she just yeah. like, "I don't like rappers." Because she just like, "Yeah, y'all do all of this other stuff, but you don't even know where your money is going." And she asked Paperboy, like, who owns your masters? He couldn't even answer that question. Yeah. 
which is kind of crazy. And so we see how that plays out later at the, at the end of the episode, excuse me. And then how she was just telling him like, this ain't you. If you got real people around you, they're not going to have you wearing this stupid hat. And so even though the hat symbolized something maybe small, but it could be something big to where if you got a bunch of people that's invested in you, they might not try to correct you when you are wrong. And you need people around you that's going to look out for you, make sure you're not on some dumb shit, basically. So, yeah. like, she was telling him what he really needed to hear. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of thought-provoking conversations with her. But then we get to the point <clears throat> where Alfred is just completely fed up. He doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. They argue, and he's just, like, out. And he starts tripping out, and he uh, ends up, you know, falling down because of the drugs. And we realized that he was the one from the beginning of the episode who was in the alleyway with the hat on, just like, you know, just shaking out and going crazy. And that's why I said, too, like, this episode confused me, but Jason made a good point. For me, I guess it's up to the viewer's interpretation of like yeah. everything that it can be, because it can go both ways. So I thought that was one of the um, more interesting episodes. It still confused me. I watched it twice. It's still kind of like... So it was like, <clears throat> like I said, it was that, that out of, that basically the out-of-body experience yeah. um, within that scenario. And like the dude told him before he took it, he said, you sure you're ready for this trip? Because there's no telling where it's going to take you um, when he took it. And I just took it as if, <clears throat> excuse me, him talking to himself the entire time because the the entire season it's been a thing of Al finding like a soul searching within Al um, from the cell phone thing he could he lost his voice so now he's not trusting his friends because Darius is a Darius seems like a freeloader but like Lorraine said everybody you're dealing with has a vested interest it's not a thing of these people you know they're really looking out for you but if you if you really look at it I mean to me it looks as if Earn does have an actual care for Darius. I mean, not Darius, but for Paperboy because dude is ordering for he, he ate for three hundred chicken wings, all legs, like just four o'clock in at night. Like he got his lit, whatever he drinks is sitting on the stage whenever he's ready for it. He got he took he took him home, he got him dressed um, and whatnot. So I, I feel like he does care, but I mean it's I mean it it also is a it's a I mean I feel like it's I feel like in a relationship, it's give and take, you know, as far as when it comes to it. He came to him to be his manager. He fucked up season one. He fucked up again season two. He just kept on messing up, and now he's getting it right within that scenario. So now he's making him, not making himself, but he's putting himself in a better situation as well. So it's, I mean, you know, within that. And one thing I do, uh, I did want to bring up was, uh, well, two things, actually. Uh, one, they said that a Hennessy White meat, it's called the Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Liam Neeson, he was like, uh, he was talking to him, which they was in Widows together, right? Like, they was yes. in Widows. Yes, they, they were in Widows, Widows together. They were, you're right. Um, <clears throat> so he, when he said he was, uh, he was talking to him, he was like, I'm just I'm keeping real with you. You know, I still miss with taking. Uh, and he, you know, he was like, I. he asked him if he, over the, you know, I'm glad he was able to forgive Black people. He was like, no, I, I didn't say that. I, I still don't like a lot of you. Um, Y'all tried to ruin my career, and we're going to be mortal enemies until the end of my until the end of my days, That's which crazy. was a wild fucking statement to say. Right. But although it's, it's for, I mean, you know, it's a TV show type thing. And he was like, you know, the best and worst part of being white is we don't have to learn from a situation if we don't want to, which is a real, a real thing. And I was just like, bruh. 
That's and just hearing it from his voice is like super chilling because he always sounds like he's ready to go kill people anyway. Yeah, you know. Um, which I mean, obviously, he, he he thought he really had those particular set of skills in real life. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna hand that back to y'all. Yeah, no, nah, that was crazy. But then <clears throat> we get to the point where he's tripping out, and he ends up back at the hotel room, and of course, Aaron got his back. He cleaned him off at the, you know, he he threw up on himself and changed his clothes and everything. And I, you know, it goes back to the whole um, subconscious thing too. It was like he was doubting Earn uh, pretty much throughout the season because I mentioned earlier in uh, the old man in the tree when they brought him to the um, to the billionaire's house and he was sort of upset at first before he, you know he realized it was decoy house. He was like, you know, what are we doing? Like, what are you actually doing? And then I remember with the episode with um, cancer attack and Earn uh, was pretty much. Um, anticipating everything Paperboy wanted. He was like, you know, I want something to drink. He was like, your ginger beer is on stage, and, you know, his food and everything. So Earn is showing that he's on top of stuff. And it seems like Al still has those doubts in his mind. So you see that manifest with Lorraine um, throughout, you know, this whole episode. But then, of course, um, Al ends up asking Earn, you know, who owns my masters? And he's like, well, you do. You know, as if to say, like, I got you. I wouldn't let something like that, you know, go... Um, go unnoticed and I thought it was a really good episode I thought like I said it still confused me to, to some parts um and the whole time loop you know hallucination trippy thing was uh dope but I, I th- like for me looking back at it now some of the owl standalone episodes are some of the best the barbershop episode and in the woods and then we get this one uh yeah. all those are really dope so the barbershop episode was funny that was just yeah yeah it's crazy messing up still stealing your time throughout the day nice. um did y'all think he owns his masters. That's another thing. Like, was Ern, I don't. I don't think Earn would lie to him. But it's still the way that it comes up. It's kind of like, does he really? So I, I think he did. Yeah, but it's just it just leaves a little bit of skepticism the way he said. Because he asked him. He because he, he. What makes me question it? Because he said it twice. He was like, huh? Like you you heard him when yeah. he asked you the first time. So oh, Jason and his doubt. But um, that's what that's what the episode was about. Like he said, you paranoid, you don't trust nobody. Right. You know, within that, that's that's. I mean, that's what it. Was, you know, everything. Yeah. And I definitely want to add, since we mentioned the episode from season two, The Woods, that was also season eight, where he, because um, his mother was brought up, and mm-hmm. so this episode was also season, or excuse me, episode eight of season three. Oh, okay. So I thought okay. that was a dope uh, connection right there because it references his mom. Cause yeah. when he woke up, he was asking Ern, where's Lorraine? And Ern was like, your mom? And then Paperboy was just like, never mind." So I thought that was, it was, that was kind of cool and kind of eerie. So. It may be how I go though. You know, you, uh, crap, I was, y'all don't watch it, but I was watching Rick and Morty. And they had a situation like that where he, they put themselves in a simulation and they they imagined people in different. It was still who they you know who they wanted to be, but it was imagined as somebody different. So just imagine if you went to a you had a dream and just say you thinking about somebody that you really cared about. They passed, but they had a different face and this person talking to you like how you imagine them talking to you in that scenario. So it's just like. You know, somebody you can, somebody that was that you felt safe with, but also somebody is telling you what you, like I said, just need to hear in this situation. So, yeah. But y'all um, had taken that cookie. 
in a in a closed in a closed environment. Like I wouldn't want to be out. Then again, I don't know who's like in Charlotte together. <laughs> like in that like the whole trip thing. I might. If 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 it was like a group of us at the beach, that might Jazz be Jazz want to go to the beach, man. I ain't for the, you in the beach. You love the beach. I can swim drum. now. <laughs> <laughs> you tried it. You tried it. Cool, Chris. I didn't say nothing. Did she talk to uh, you? I didn't say nothing. I just said she loved the beach. Nah, because Chris said you drowning. And oh. I'm like, not chess. Oh, and I said, oh, I wasn't trying to. <laughs> nah, I just think drugs and water, I'm I'm, I'm good. But hey man. Um it's like, the, vibe, like it's the vibes can be right though. Yeah. It was dope that um Darius got them mini um was it nano? Nanos. That was pretty dope. And just listening to music, just walking down the street. That's and that's why I'm like, like that's why if it was like if I was in a closed environment, like not moving around because you you don't want to. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm not super in control of myself. So, I wouldn't want to be around a controlled environment, people I trust type situation. I would have definitely. I would. I would do it. Yeah, I, I could feel that. Maybe in the house or something like that. I get that. Chris, you would do it. No, I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <Jason>. whoa, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's sit down. So. Uh, <laughs> So we get that pod gonna be lit. <laughs> what is that? Like who does that? Jason is. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's, all right, all right. Settle down, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> what was that? Uh, episode ten. I don't know how to pronounce this, Jason. Uh, Ta-da! That's what they were saying in the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> um, ta-da, well, we get here and we get a familiar face. Um, Candace, I think her name is. She Candace. Was, yeah, she was in the Drake episode. Um, what was Champagne Poppy. Champagne Poppy. Um, she's Van's friend, <clears throat> and she's talking to two other women, and they're just, you know, in Paris, just kicking it, you know, doing whatever. Um, I forgot the dialogue, but I know something was brought up later on, and the reason you, you forgot the dialogue, you, I, need me, I, you need me to remind you of the dialogue? I can remind you of the dialogue. <laughs> you got it, I got you. So, basically... I just remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, boy. <laughs> the lost tapes. <laughs> right. Alright, so basically, Candace is talking to her two homegirls. They are in Paris, and I believe they came out here with Candace because she's out here to do a to link up with someone that she knows that she does a service for. What is the service? She um she urinates on mm. him. Um, <laughs> so the two ladies are just like, sis, what? And she was just like, he flew me out here. He got me somewhere to stay. And I just got to pee on him. And so they was just like, how much? 6K. Man. <laughs> Look, yes. Immediately, <laughs> Jen didn't even ask the question. She just was like, "Yes, look, Garrett, look." Yeah, and it was funny. Six racks, shit. What do you want it? it? I ain't even asking that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> just, <laughs> and when gas was four fifty, hey, we'll take the gas. <laughs> hey, look, Jazz with a all you of your things, you, man. You, it is what you it pissing is. on somebody for a tank of gas, Jason? You know how much that shit was. <laughs> My car takes plus. My, yes. This is funnier when you found out Jazz works from home. So it's just like <laughs> <laughs> So Jazz is just like <laughs> it's not like she's driving to the office every day. She's like, yeah, nah, I need man. So like 
You know what? <laughs> this is funny. Um, Amiri. Shout out to Amiri. Yeah. Friend, friend, what is friend, happening right friend, now? Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Don't do he that. Was talk, he was talking about jazz degrading men. So this just goes along with the degrading of men that jazz is into. She wants to piss on the man for a tank of gas. Gentlemen. Wait, right. <laughs> She bought she will piss on nope. you for a tank of gas. Also, Jason, Jason. earlier this earlier this week, you know I love <laughs> music. Anybody that knows knows me, they know I love music. Chris, we share music often, we even share it with jazz. Jazz did not want to hear sad music from a woman's perspective. She wanted to want to hear men cry over women that they had lost <laughs> on, on a heartbreak day. Wait. Jazz loves to Wait. see men hurt. <laughs> And degraded, Jazz. I need you to seek therapy, my child. Wait a minute. Yeah, you said a, no. You said Richard all of that. Trick. That was insane. What he just did, exactly, Chris. Because basically, Chris, was you, Chris? Jason. No, no I, I'm, I'm with it. No. That was just a stretch, but I'm, I'm, no. I'm rocking. Jason, can we please sit up here and say what was I listening to? I was listening to Boys to Men. So not, we're not the, talking about we're not talking about the loving day. We're talking about the night we was like yes. We just having, we just talking about sad music and we were just sharing sad songs. And you was like, I don't want to hear no women sing nothing. I want all men heartbreak <laughs> songs. And I was like, yo! Jason, I want like, to I cry. Said, no, crazy. Jason, I do not remember this conversation. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> all right, cool. I, I got you. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll, it, it's going to, that's going to be one of the, the screenshots we post on page this time. That sounds crazy. I feel like when I was listening to Boys to Men and I said, I remember in the 90s, the fellas used to cry to bring her back. Because Boys to Men got a lot of tracks out there where he was, baby, I don't care about your mistakes. So they was forgiven. And I was listening to forgiven music. That's it. Like I just love how each of y'all trying to spin it to fit y'all on narratives. But we know Chris, who you believe. Listen, man. Did Jan like to degrade like men or not? <laughs> no. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> wait, 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 Chris, 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 Chris. What's what's jazz? What's like? <laughs> you can't even get it out, Chris. <laughs> how many how many fender benders you been in, Chris? Oh man, like two, I think. Any of them been with people? Nah, Jazz. How about you? How many fender benders you been in? What are you talking about? No, that's asking the question. That's that's all I ask. Have you been in the fender bender? Nope. You ever thought about a fender bender with people like bodies? What? (laughs) This question is insane. You ever thought about taking the car and running a person over? You ever thought about that? Outside of Grand Theft Auto, no, Jason, I have not. Grand Theft Auto, like, I, Chris, you <laughs> bring people over too. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> Y'all wild Jazz right ain't now. never talked about Grand Theft Auto in the whole time I know her. Now all of a sudden she brought the people Wait over. a minute. I have there, was, there, is an epi- there is an episode where she talked about it, but this ain't no episode. We talked about her. <laughs> I'm just like, look. We're going to let, we let, we let Chris finish his ta-da episode. Uh, yeah, salute. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she uh, she basically paying on dudes, and she gets up and she sees Van, and it was like Van is 
who are you? Which is weird because not only that, she's speaking French and she's just like, this isn't you. Like, and Van is completely warped. Like we saw, you know, traces of it throughout, you know, the, the beginning parts of the season where she's like, you know, panic attack or like losing herself or like carefree and everything. Now she just full blown. She doesn't care. She got bread in her backpack. She's speaking French. She act like she don't know people. <laughs> like the bread is an important piece. We'll get back to the bread in a minute. But <laughs> she's just completely like, isn't concerned about anything <clears throat> and Candace is just like yo it's me and she's trying to pretend but she can't keep up the facade anymore so finally she's just like you know come with me and, and we're going on an adventure um this episode was it felt like a different show the whole time like obviously it's Van but it felt like a completely different show and I don't think um Al or Darius were in it at all were they? no it was just yeah so it's just completely Van the whole time and her adventures uh with these women um we get to what happens next they get to van's apartment and so yes and we get the alexander the the dude who played tarzan oh um, we, don't, we don't get to him yet chris we get to van's uh apartment to where it's her apartment when she just yeah she getting in line she's ignoring text messaging um on her actual phone and they see that she's been modeling yeah <clears throat> Which is, I, I wasn't sure if that was her in those magazines, because I was just like, man, how long have you been here? But That's what I'm trying to figure out the timeline. Because even I with... I still don't know. Yeah, because even with um, the episode White Fashion with Darius, like the restaurant, it was there and then he just came back. It, it couldn't have been the next day. And it was just a whole like food truck. So I'm trying to figure out the timeline of everything. So with that, Darius made a statement that I actually caught today when I did my rewatch, he was just like, now this is me paraphrasing. I think it was something on along the lines of, he was just like, well, that was fast to where I don't think too much time went by when they closed that uh, restaurant down to where yeah. she got her food truck, which normally I, that entire process seems like it would take a couple of months, but you're, so I, yeah. The timeline, I'm still not sure what it was. Yeah, I just thought about that. Uh, we don't know the timeline, but then, of course, you know, she's at her apartment, <clears throat> and she has a boyfriend. Uh, I forgot his name. Marcel? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Marcel, she's talking about that. And then we get to the guy who played Tarzan's um, <laughs> apartment, and they have something implied that they have some sort of sexual relationship, and he's, you know, getting ready to do whatever. She starts playing drugs <laughs> all over his, his apartment. I'm just like, where did she get all these drugs from? And then why is she playing the drugs? And her friends are like so confused. They're like, what is going on? And she's just like, oh, it's just a game we play. You know, just keep going. She goes down to the receptionist and just like, he's dying or whatever. So she pretty much sets him up uh, from this point on. And I'm just like, what is Van doing? Like, she's like, and it's funny, Jazz, we mentioned um, when she was accused of stealing a wig, she's wearing a wig throughout. Was that the same? That's it's a good gotta thing. be. It's That's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta I didn't be. think about that either. Yeah, that I, I I caught that. I was just like, I'm. It's pretty sure. I was gonna say it earlier, but I knew we was getting to right. this episode. Yeah, but she stole the wig. Um, she still should have beat that white lady up, but she stole the wig. <laughs> <laughs> Don't grab me, accusing me of nothing. But she stole the wig. Um, and everything that's going going on with that. <clears throat> um, they go to. Is this the part where they go to like the? I don't want to say the projects, but it's just like run down. Nah, it's the projects. Yeah. The projects. Yeah. And they go there and it's just like she checks for <laughs> some package that's not there. And she's like visibly upset. They try to go back to the motorcycle. The motorcycle's been, um, you good? Yeah. 
motorcycle's been uh, stabbed up, the wheels and everything. <laughs> then these people roll up on her and they're ready to kill her. And they I'm just that so fast because it doesn't even seem like they went from their motorcycles to where that package should be. It like you just hear nobody run behind you, put a knife in your scooter, then run away. I thought that's that was kind of weird. But then that's also super creepers type shit. It re- right. But I will say, like, during this scene, one of the ladies said, this looks like uh, a scene from Candyman. And Van was just like, oh, it does, doesn't it? Which is funny because Van, in earlier episodes this season, said, this area looks like something from Tales from the Hood. Oh, that's what you, okay. So it's dope that they had, like, two different black horror movie references. And I know that we spoke on, um, like, we had our discussions of like black horror classics. And so like Tales from the Hood was one of them and then Candyman was one as well. But um, I thought that was pretty dope that they had those two like different callbacks for uh, black horror movies. Yeah. And then we get to this point and they call Van uh, Tadar. And um, I didn't know about this whole story. Jason uh, actually told us about Tadar. It was actually, a, it was a book, right, Jason? Oh, a book, no. It was a man. Well, yeah, it was a man who ate oh, the yeah. baby. But is that like a story? That wasn't no. Real. It was a real person. He used to. He was eating. He would just eat anything. Um, his stomach could stomach it some kind of way, but he was just eating bolts, bugs, slugs, anything he could pick up. He was just eating it, and he went into a military wherever they are in France, and they was trying to have him infiltrate things after he ate it. I don't know how they was get it back out of him, but they had him stick things in, and, and eventually, he went to like a, a hospital, and allegedly he ate a baby. Um, so yeah, that's where they got the baby eater from, which yes. makes sense based on what they eating in this episode. But yeah, yeah, we get there. That got dark quick though. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chaz looks like he wants to say something. <laughs> 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 uh, we get to that and then um, you know Vane is clearly upset they run away and they go to the art gallery and <laughs> um, she's you know looking for the package or whatever <clears throat> and the guy's name I forget his name um, but she's very upset with him and this is where Emilio. Emilio this is where the bread comes in she's she's big time like everyone knows her like she's just like sort right. of feared and it's just kind of like what what happened to Van in such a short amount of time? But she's clearly created this whole new persona running away from who she actually is. And Candace sees it and she's just kind of like, you you really tripping right now. But uh, we get to this point. This is really where they start to get worried because she is a beaten dude with a like weeks old bread and <laughs> <laughs> with a baguette. And I was just kind of like, you see why she's carried this bread all around the whole time it's a weapon. And I'm just sitting there watching this. I'm just like, this is not... Atlanta. I'm thinking it's a dream episode or something. It's just like what is actually going on, but like all of it is just completely insane. It's funny because one of the girls was just like, she's still walking around with this bread and we don't know why she's still walking around with it. But then they finally see it and they're just like, oh yeah, it was definitely worked away. Because they were just like so excited to see Van beaten dude with this bread. Yeah. And then the dude finally tells her like where the package is. Yeah. And then one of the girls just gets the vase and drops it and you know that vase is like thousands of dollars yeah in euros and then vanishes like this is the other one don't break it 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a nice that was some nice meta meta commentary because they kept talking about that bread and it was like, man, I wanna see what's gonna happen. It's, right. you know, it was definitely I'm like, yeah, it was actually. And the way she was dragging the bread before she beat him up, I was just like, oh nah, like this is just this is crazy. Um, but we ended up getting a packet. I thought it was money, but we'll, we'll get to drugs, more crack, <laughs> anything but what, what we actually got. But <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> we get to um, this party, and it's a weird party. And Candace is super concerned at this point. She's like, "All right, you done beat people with bread. Like you just acted crazy. We need to talk." And Van is just not having it. Um, and she ends up going down to the kitchen to see her boyfriend. And apparently, they're having some big feast. And the other two girls is just like, yo, I'm trying to stick around. Like, we we come this far. We got to see, you know, it was really good. They having a blast. And Candace is just like, nah, she tripping. Something ain't right. Um, but we end up getting downstairs to her boyfriend. Um, what's his name? Emilio. Marcel. No, Marcel. Oh, That's Marcel. his name. Emilio is the dude she beat up. Uh, <laughs> Marcel. <laughs> they end up cooking everything. And it turns out to be a hand. And it's just like, we're at a feast now. We cooking hands. And... Um, Candace is just really trying to talk to her like, yo, what is going on? You can talk to me and everything. I think we mentioned this in one of our previous reviews where someone was trying to get through to somebody talking to him and they like, you couldn't really, it was Stranger Things. Yeah. And they was just really trying to get through talking to him and they just wouldn't get through. That was Candace, but Van, um, she's pretty much just like out of it completely. And she's so focused on working in the kitchen and everything like that going crazy. Um, And then we end up getting to, oh, the guy, the Tarzan dude, I didn't understand the point of this scene, but they get into it because obviously she planted drugs on him and he starts jerking off in the bathroom. I don't understand. Is that his kink or? That had to be a kink type thing. I don't yeah, because she spit on him, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know Jason, what that. Some men like to be degraded. As we saw in this episode. Wait. Yeah, Jess. Look, 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 look what you see I'm looking for. Jess no. just confirmed everything. No, I'm just confirming something that we both, we all saw. He just, she spit in his face. He went to the bathroom. Spit was still on his face. And he was, you know, getting his rocks off. And he was just like. Is that one of your kinks, Jess? To what? Spit on people. No. Take a drink. You playing Have I Never? I want y'all to remember that. We started the same <laughs> Have I Never. Me and Chris did not drink. All right, Chris, you can continue. Yeah, uh, but she's you know she's cooking hands and everything, and then um, they go back to the party and everyone's wearing like you know paper towels and napkins over the head, and the two girls is like mad excited, like oh what are we about to do? Like they just they just, <laughs> they're just like oh we about to eat everything, and then we end up realizing his hands, and they just like. Nah, we out. Like they just like, oh hell no, like just get up and just like run out of <laughs> And I'm just like, no, nah, I didn't. This was just, I don't know if it's like a custom or like underground cult thing, whatever. That whole all of that was weird. But um Candace, of course, she's still trying to get through the van. And she finally mentions Lottie, who is Ern and Van's um child. And Van just snaps. It was just like something just like triggered in her, which is the only thing that was really she cared about. And she starts having a panic attack. And then we talked about um, episode two um, with she had first mentioned the panic attack to the deaf doula of uh, Tupac and everything. But she sort of, you know, she saw the devil ways and she brushed it up. Now she's having to confront everything. And, you know, Lottie's name triggered that. So she I thought this scene like she I, I think the whole episode, she was a great actress, but for whatever reason, this part really stood out to me. She was just like breaking down, crying and going crazy and just 
everything that was going on, we see what happened. Um, and, you know, Candace was a, a good friend. Um, we see some character development from her because I don't think she was the best of friends in the Champagne Poppy episode. But now, right. you know, we, we get back to, you know, growth and everything like that. Um, and she's talking to her. And, um, you know, she's asking her about like her plans and everything and what she's really going to do. And she doesn't really know who she is. <clears throat> um, but we get to that scene with everything going over here. And she's just, you know, consoling her and, you know, just letting her know everything's going to be okay. Pretty much make it go back home. Um, <laughs> and then we get to the other girl. One of the, I don't remember their names, but she's clearly intrigued about what Candace was telling her about. She and I am too. Oh, Jason. Well, okay, Jason, I'll let you handle the seat. We go, <laughs> she's intrigued. <laughs> she goes to a hotel room, man opens the door. Take it away, Jason, because this is just... <laughs> hey man, hey we we've been talking about the entire time. She, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this money. So she go to the go to the man penthouse. Just imagine you go to a penthouse, you got the view of the Eiffel Tower. Like that would be amazing. And then just to have to pee on somebody while looking at the Eiffel Tower, that'd be like I don't know. That that'd be that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Just nice views. Yeah, exactly. Turn the, you know, splash waterfall. Splash waterfall. <laughs> In there. But it's crazy to me, like, how long she was, like, pee. Like, she, she said, said she had she two had... Gatorade. Right. Bruh. I, I've <laughs> had. Like, you want some champagne? He was like, she was like, no. I done had two Gatorades. Let's <laughs> get this going. <laughs> then you start hearing, like, drowning. And I was just like, bro. <laughs> 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 I was like, no. I was like, oh, this show is great. I wasn't expecting the season to end right there. I think I checked Wiki one time. I was like, is this the last episode? And it was just, that's how season three ends. But then, of course, uh, they take it a page out of Marvel. We get a post-credit scene. And someone knocks on the door for Earn, and they're like, hey, you know, you left your luggage at the airport. And Earn's like, nah, you know, not really. But he's confused. We get back, he opens the bag, and uh, it's just a bunch of, like, different memorabilia. I know it was a shirt. I think it was um, something else. But then we saw a picture. And the picture is uh, the white man from episode one. And of course, the big payback. Um, what was his name, Jason? Ern. His name is Ern. E, but his name is <laughs> same name and everything. And Ern, it just. First name, last name. Yeah. And it was just surreal because, like um, Jazz mentioned earlier, Ern was dreaming, you know, at the, at the beginning um, of episode two. He woke up from the dream, of course, after three slaps and everything. But then we get this picture. We're just like, that was all real, like what's real, what's not. So it's go to like a Twilight Zone type, you know, kind of crazy, weird moment that we get. And that's how the season ends. I thought it was a cliffhanger and I was sort of upset, but then of course we got season four, not that long after. So that made up for it a little bit, but I thought it was really well done. It was just, like I said, like it gave off kind of horror-ish movie vibes in the sense where it was unsettling certain things that were happening throughout the season. Like, you know, we talked about, um, everything that was going on with Al, with uh, New Jazz. Um, you had this, you know, scene with <laughs> Earn and then him seeing the picture and everything like that. So you just like, what's really well? Then of course it made it even weirder that uh, he actually killed himself during the previous episode. So the timeline, the time with everything about this season. Um, but it was a good season. It was just, like I said, I felt a little unsettled after I watched it. So I didn't really know how much to take away from it. Yeah, no, nah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And because just trying to see how these standalones 
intertwined with the original crew yeah. episodes because I don't believe we had any standalones in the first two seasons, did we? No, it was mostly dealing with the crew. Like right. sometimes you had like Teddy Perkins in the woods, you know, you right. had like but character focus, right? But right. it wasn't, yeah, so that yeah. was just kind of weird. So this season was definitely uh, unique. I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 No, season was fine. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I guess that answers the question of was <laughs> right. it good though? Yeah. Like we all enjoyed it. Um, y'all got any ledges for this season overall? Um, Jazz feel like she got one good. She got that look on her face. No, nah, I don't think I, I don't think I have any ledges, honestly. Okay. Jason, any ledges for you? I just hope there's a payoff for the socks situation. Yes. Hope that yeah. hope that comes back up, like you know, uh, in there. So you yeah, know, that's 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 pretty much it for me. Yeah, I'm confident. Oh, go ahead, Chris. No, I was gonna say I'm confident it will be because um, the rain was brought back up. We saw, you know, like the mother story with Al that was sort of played off of the woods, and then this episode with um with uh, New Jazz. It was sort of like a sequel in a sense where it was still him dealing with uh, his thoughts and, you know, different things like that. First, he had the man in the woods and then we having um, Lorraine, you know, talking to him. So I think it'd be addressed. They do a pretty good job of cleaning up storylines. And then I'm curious, since it seems like the episode numbers from each season could be connected. Yeah. So if we think of it like that, um, we always record on Thursdays. So Atlanta comes on this evening. I'm curious because this is episode three. And we were introduced to Socks in episode three um, of season one, right? Or or it's not season one, excuse me, season three. Yeah, it was so three, yeah. So, so, I mean, we'll we'll tweet about it tonight. This will, by the time y'all hear this, it'll be the past. But <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, because that would be really dope. Like, if we see anything related to Socks that drops. Bars. Yeah. Jazz, I'm telling y'all, Jazz getting ready for that album that you got a name yet? <laughs> Singles coming out? Anything? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, uh, okay. She, she, she laying low. Jason, hoes and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was good. No ledges. Um, Nick of Thrones. Y'all know what it is. Uh, we'll see. We had a lot to pick from from Atlanta. Like this. The cast is ridiculous. And it's funny, too, because I think we talked about this before. A lot of the cast members, like um, Van's character, I mean, Van's actors, uh, Brian Tyree, um, and even uh, Lakeith, I don't think they were as big as they were when Atlanta started. Like, Atlanta first came out, like, 2016. Mm -hmm. And, like, they've been in, like, some crazy good projects and movies since then. So we should have some good Link of Thrones here. Um, Jazz, I was gonna, I was gonna oh. challenge y'all to a Link of Thrones. Um, and this oh. might, yeah, I was going to say because since we have a full cast, could y'all name, give a character from this of uh, these last six episodes we just reviewed and say which Marvel movie they were in? Oh, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can do that. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Only give one, because some of y'all like to throw out multiple projects out there. Just one. So I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let y'all go first, because I already got mine off the top of my head. Okay, this Jason, should be easy. Yeah, Jason, you want to start with me? Sure. I got Brian Tyree in Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he was in Eternals. Don't I, I wouldn't. Well, whatever. Shout out to Eternals. Um, 
Donald Glover. He was in Spider-Man uh, No Way, uh, Far From Home. No, uh, he was in Homecoming. And it, Homecoming. Yo, that's another thing we talked huh? Jazz. Oh, I think she's gonna say something. No, that's another thing I want to see if they resolve because he's actually um, Miles Morales' relative. So I'm curious to see how that's gonna work. I was gonna say, cause Chris, you just took mine. So I'm gonna say uh, Zazie Beats. Uh, she was Domino. You said Domino. what? Damn, Jason, did you just say mine? What? I, I mean, Domino <laughs> and Deadpool too. Damn, you got excited for my Link of Thrones? I mean, I, I mean, I knew all of them on top of my head, so it was just like, you know. So you just like let me go ahead and say Jazz is far. I mean, you know, Lakeith wasn't in no Marvel, huh? Nah, yeah. yeah, I think it's coming for sure. But yeah, that just came off the dome. I didn't think about that ahead of time, but I was just like, a lot comes off of there. Um, what, did you have actual <laughs> Link of Throne? Did you have actual Link of Throne? Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Jason is Jason. You got so, me. You got me there, right? <laughs> Oh man, um, Link of Thrones is actually funny. We talked about this um, earlier. Some I think Jason mentioned it. Uh, mine is going to be Brian Tyree Henry. He was in Widows, but I'm not going to use Widows. I'm going to use Bullet Train. Bullet Train just dropped uh, earlier mm. this year. Definitely Fine. recommend that movie. And that cast is like even you know Marvel. Uh, we had like a bunch of people from Marvel, well, a couple people from Marvel and Bullet Train. Um, but yeah, I would definitely uh, say check out Bullet Train. I'm going to say Alexander Skarsgård. He was True Eric blood. and <laughs> so want to go to mine, cool. <laughs> Yo, Jason, you are such a dick. <laughs> you are such a dick. <laughs> Why do I feel like Jason looked up the characters just so he could have that moment to step on Jazz's looking? <laughs> no, but because in the episode they said it, and I know Jazz enjoyed that show. So was it that? It was it. It was yeah. It was that right. I be thinking. I confused. <laughs> I confused that in Teen Wolf. So I'm having a. I'm having you a. You ain't never heard me say I fuck with Teen Wolf the series. I know. I'm just. I said I confused them. My mind confuses them. But I guess it's some some uh some Twilight type shit with the, the vampires and werewolves. So maybe that's what my no, mind. True does Blood it. is like on a totally different level than Twilight. True Blood is fire. Um, and of course I'm you know, I'm going with Candace character. Uh, she plays, or she played, or she currently, actually, she plays Britney Pitts in the game. Uh, the, um, what? The really? New one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jason, she's the older Jason Britney. Pitts. Yeah, she's the older Britney. So, yeah. She's currently playing that role. Oh, I haven't seen the new one. Wow. Oh, that's... Jason said it was good. Yep. You guys, they just got renewed for season two. I might have to check it out. I don't even know what it's streaming on, but Paramount. Oh yeah, I, I use only, that. If only there was a Paramount. I got a link for it. <laughs> uh, I have a lot. Of that. <laughs> I got, I got, a, I got a link for the show. I mean, <laughs> that's that's good enough. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to add for this episode? Nah, I mean Atlanta season three was dope. Um. I don't know if I, so I initially said this is my favorite season, then I went back and rewatched and I was just like, I was tripping, but it was still a great season. Donald Glover, like I said, he'd been in his bag. Um, the standalone episodes was a nice touch and I like how it um, connected to, you know, at the end, the main group. And then even some little things 
that was sort of a crossover from the standalone and the um you know the main crew. So I thought it was really good. Made it just being the best season. I mean, well, one of the, I mean, I feel like being the best one. I mean, but all of them are good. Like for me, they they all good. So it's kind of hard to say. I just I like the direction of three, which Teddy Perkins is the reason three was changed. Or not let me not say changed. The direction was given because everybody really liked that Teddy Perkins episode. Although it's like super horror eerie type, you know, when we when we got into it. Uh, how y'all feeling about the new season so far? So far, so good, man. I'm not gonna lie. Episode two, I hate that I felt so bad for sis. <laughs> I... That's that white guilt, like... Jazz. You need to get that out, get that monkey off your back. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or that? Nah, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. But <laughs> uh, for somebody to be that petty for so long, boy, that's dangerous. The Petty King. It's crazy, but so far I like definitely enjoying it. So. Yeah, nah, it's definitely. I think I like. I like. I think I like the first one more than the second one. I know. I Chris definitely said he did. Yeah, the first one I was like, bro, what's going on? So like, man, R.I.P. to the O.G. As Chris like to say to um, M.F. Doom, that was a super, which is one of his favorite villains. So that's kind of dope um, as well. They did that. Yeah, and then even the whole, you know, our imitated life with the Darius thing, he's getting chased around by the lady in the wheelchair <laughs> and she get lit up with the fire extinguishers. I was just like, bro, this show, when I saw it, I think I put it in the chat, I was like, this show is freaking hilarious. And it was just like, that was really the first five minutes of the show. So, yeah, man. That's funny, the thing that stood out to me was Van and- Oh, we know. Jazz. <laughs> Jason is it. So, um. Nah. How do you feel? How do how how do you handle situations? You out, you know, with you know, with a current, and you you see some ex booze with the S. I already said how I be how I treat those situations. Like you don't see them. No, I you don't, don't acknowledge them. I mean, I I make sure you acknowledge me if I sent you. You have I to speak always to do because what you doing? What you don't don't act like you don't know who I am. You are my past. Let's no, I'm not. Know. I'm in front of you, obviously. So I ain't your past. Then you just pretend you don't see me. Like, no, you're not John Cena, baby. I'm speaking. You're Stop. going to hear me. No, there, Jason. You be trying to cause a scene when it. No. I you didn't know I wasn't going to. You didn't. All you got to do is throw a hand up. Give me, give me a little bit of that. You ain't gotta. Not in front of my dude. You what, what am I do? What am I do? Hey, you remember that time we was doing no. the mm-mm? What? Like, no, I just said, hey. No. Wait, that's, is that what you do? If your hand is up like that? That's you, like, can't, what? you can't I'm just give like a make, head nod or nothing? Like, I'm like, not even making eye contact. She gonna, man, you, I'm you know, not she making gonna, eye she contact. Gonna, you know, Jack hit you with you. She gonna put her head down. Oh, what you doing? Look. Hey, yo, at Comic-Con, I said, whoop, whoop, whoop. That's a different story. That's, that's a completely different situation. I thought that no, was a, I meant Comic-Con Comic Con like two months ago. I know. Oh. That, that's a different situation. I was like, yeah, nah. He gives some serial killer vibes. I definitely would have been like, nah, no. Nah. If that ain't the vibes that they have, no. Nah. I'm saying nah. too much? Just don't. Look, if you see me <laughs> out, like, we could just pretend we don't even know each other. There's no point of us even having a conversation. No. Shut it's just me. a hey, man. Don't act like you don't know who I am. What does that do for you, though? Like, seriously. Unless what? we, 
in that it's not to just do something, but don't act like you don't know me, cause it ain't like unless unless we end it on bad terms. Don't act like don't act like that. Don't act like that with me. But hold on, does it have to be bad terms if it was just it it just ended like? You went your way and went mine. Nobody's mad. Why do I need to speak to you? So that's different. If it's if it was like amicable, like we ain't had no bad blood, no you know crazy back. And if forth, we like saying what's up ain't bad. Like that's just like I ain't act like I said. Hey, let me come grab on your booty. I just said hey, let me throw a hand up. Just throw a hand. Be like oh, what's up? Question. So when y'all get when y'all get in a relationship, are y'all gonna talk about y'all gonna y'all gonna talk about y'all y'all horror stories with them? This is this, this 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 tell me I need to know. The fact that men and they pride be messing him up, I just don't see how that could benefit anybody to tell him about my past. You don't see how to benefit. Maybe, I wanna, maybe, benefit? maybe maybe I want to know what I want to know the gauge of what we going to. Some things you may not want to know the answers to, brother. But if I but if I wanted to, I you gonna tell me. Or is you gonna keep it a secret like you out here keeping secrets when you see your booze and you can't even speak to them in public? Is you ashamed of these niggas? You know they ugly, looking like Predator <laughs> and the alien in the face. Sam Casale looking at no. First off, I will hide them too. You know what, Chris? Take in this episode, boy. <laughs> Somebody is projecting and it's crazy right now. I'm speaking all mine. I'm speaking to anybody I knew. JC would be loud with it too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, which I do not understand. What's good? Like, you good? Like, why? Don't text me on the low. You seen me. I seen you. But, I seen you see me. See you see me. But Jason, what are you doing? If it's somebody that you stopped talking to two years ago and y'all see each other out, are you expecting her to speak to you? If I ain't seen her in 10 years, Jazz, I expect her to speak to me. <laughs> you hear me? This is, you know what? No, and what you is, mean? Like, what you mean? So, so, so you know, you don't catch, you, you catch up with, you catch up with people in school? Or you have a, you, you catch up with people in school, you see them? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Jason, I don't Jazz know. cut her whole life off, Chris! We got him, <laughs> we got no, I ain't gonna lie. I've definitely seen people I went to high school with it. Act like I ain't know who they was. Ah, so see, I definitely just walk. Okay, y'all them, y'all them whack people. Ah, uh, y'all whack. Whack. That's why. That's why I started lying about knowing people. I don't remember that motherfucker. And I know, I know, I know them. I probably know their mom and their daddy too. I no, I like that's my toxic trait is I lie about knowing shit, and I I'd have a pretty good memory. Hey, Jace. Nah, we ain't playing it. But yes, <laughs> this was what was it? Sixteen? This episode sixteen, Jazz. Episode sixteen. Everybody. This is episode sixteen. We doing Atlanta. We talked about Atlanta, and we talked about fake exes and people that don't know how to talk. That 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 they chop off their past. Unlike me, I can embrace the past because you gotta know where you was at to know how you gonna get to where you're trying to go to. <laughs> you gotta use all them skills to get there, Jazz. But Jazz, no, Jazz, Jazz, no, no, no. Ain't nothing you ain't got nothing to say because you 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 rude. You rude. Jason. You rude. Let, let him have it, Jazz. He you just... rude. Thank you guys no, for listening. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the episode. It's been fun. It's been real. Uh please like, share, subscribe, comment. Let us know. Tell Jazz she rude. She likes to degrade men. I was her exes. This is three points. I've proven this episode why I'm right. Deuces. 
see y'all next week. <laughs>